And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? You got Chris Thomas. Mark Thompson. And special guest, Frieza Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Listen, welcome to the Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. Unfortunately, we couldn't be in the studio this week due to uh, unforeseen circumstances, but we're still going to give you content this week. And it's going to be some simple uh, NBA. Uh, it's going to be NBA theme, and pretty much from the 2016 draft to this past draft, 2020, we're going to be having a 30-man NBA draft of all the lottery picks that have happened over the last five years. So, you guys ready for this? So, are we? So, all right. So, are we going around the horn? We're just going around the horn, picking it, or we, or how are we doing it? We debating who's number one and who shouldn't be number one, or till we get all the way to 30. Or are we just going to go around the horn? Honestly, uh, honestly, like we're and also just making sure that we're going by what we know now, not like you know during the draft. Oh, because, absolutely. Yeah. So, so honestly, let's let's try to agree to a consensus right now. Like you know, who's going to be number one, number two, and we'll just go from there. Because obviously, are you, are you are you keeping track of the list? Yes, I will. I will keep track of the list. All right, bet, 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 bet. I'm just gonna say this now. Two things. First, one, I guarantee this is just T in this. Uh, secondly, um, this is gonna get really heated the later this goes on. I just, if if this is how we're doing it, we're gonna agree on like the first four or five, and then I'm gonna try to make a case for like Tyrese Halliburton. And then it's gonna See, get. I don't difficult. even like. I don't even like where it's going. Like exactly. So I'm letting you guys know it's gonna get difficult. Good but, luck with that. You know, let, let's do it. All right, and you know, first pick of the draft. Uh, we're now on the board. So, um, I think we all can agree on the number one overall pick. Can number you? one. Yes, Lou Dort. <laughs> Stop. You know what? I'm with it. The the Harden stopper himself deserves to be number one. Uh, you know, we're looking at a future 15-time Defensive Player of the Year award winner. So I, I, I agree with that. Tony Allen of our generation. I'm all right. I'm all 100% all for it. Oh, yeah. No, seriously. Seriously, though. Um, for me, though, um, number one overall pick um, throughout the past five years. Listen, as much as I love Luka Doncic, I'm going to have to go Zion. Oh. I didn't even get there yet. Okay. Okay, uh, here's the thing. You know my stance on Zion. He plays the style of ball that I love. This is, this is 90s basketball. This is everything that old heads be like, yeah, none of these guys can play like we used to. He plays like y'all used to, okay? He's just, and, straight, he's just straight power. Yeah, like there's nothing you can do about it. I love all that. Dunking on people is why I watch men's basketball. It's amazing. Uh, he's not the number one guy because they have forced him down our throat, and I hate it. False. Yeah, that's um, true. That is true. You go on like the NBA League Pass site just to sign up, and it's not LeBron, it's not Giannis, the two-time MVP, you know, back-to-back winner. It's not even Luca. It's Zion right in the middle. I'm like, oh, oh, calm down. I load up 2K. It's Zion on the right. cover for of a, Next Gen. For a man who played eight games last year. Are you kidding me? How he how he get that cover? He's going to have a Gatorade flavor in like two months. I'm like, oh, oh, only Tiger Woods ever had his own flavor. Chill. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're crazy. They're, it, they're yeah. absolutely crazy. And I'm now not, we're putting them number one. 
And then the and then the wildest part about it is like I like Zion. Like I, I call him Zion. You know I'm good for calling him Zion. That's when I I wasn't a big fan, and you know they were forcing him down our throats. Pause. But like seeing this dude play every single week, it's just beautiful. Like it's certain guys like. For example, like if you look at Zion, you look at Ben Simmons, right? A lot of people, we crave for Ben Simmons to shoot that jump shot. But the way Zion is just so aggressive, yo, he, he had Rudy Gobert just bounce off of him yeah, for one. Yeah, that was mind, so mind you, Mind you, Zion is seven, six, I'm sorry, six, seven. Yeah. He, he out there, he out there, Zach Levine hype, but built like Shaquille O'Neal or Warren Sapp. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. not fair. But I yeah. wouldn't say he's number one. Like we talking like right what not so now we're not talking about what we like knew we're talking about what we know what we know now we, um, we're doing one to 30. and listen i've been a big zion williams fan since duke like and everybody wants to talk about but uh what about talking about I'm like listen relax he does everything that you need on a basketball court That's he dominates the paint. he dominates <laughs> dominate. He, he dominates the paint, good free throw shooter. If you leave him open to three, he's confident enough, and he shoots about NBA average enough for him to be reliable that you can shoot yeah. three. And more importantly, on the defensive end, great help defender. So pretty much, if I'm building a team, I gotta I gotta pick Zion number one. I have a little knock on him on defense. I thought we would see more already on the defensive end, but it's not as bad as I've been let down from the rebounding perspective. Now I don't know if that's because of the lineup. Oh, he's just six what, seven. That, no, that doesn't matter. Charles Barkley is six five. I don't care. And you're we hyped you up to be in. You know, this is the most powerful guy we've seen at a small size since Barkley, and he's probably more powerful. And big man, big men aren't as big as they used to be back in the day. Oh, Maybe he just doesn't have the rebounding gene, or he just doesn't have the instincts. But we saw it in college. He, sort of did have what's changed when he can technically be your big nowadays he's he's good on the um on the offensive class oh yeah getting his own shot he's he's yeah, number he's, one percentile he's special, he's special at that for yeah. sure but as far as the defensive rebounding i'm like bro those are gimmies to you you're better at the more difficult thing i don't understand maybe it's stan van gundy not Putting him in the right place. I mean, I'm not well, sure. you, you, you got to understand. Oh, I was gonna say they got Stephen Adams and they got Jackson Hayes. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could like be there. the lineups around them. But I was really expecting more from. What is he getting? Six boards a game. Around there, yeah. Yeah, and LeBron's getting what? Seven. That yeah. shouldn't be. That it's, shouldn't it's, be. It's close. It's definitely. Yeah, because LeBron has AD and Mark Gasol's. He's the big burrito. He's gonna be where the board is. Like oh, seven, seven point two rebounds a game, to be exact. What LeBron or Zion? Oh, Zion. Zion's getting seven point two. I take yeah. back what I said. I like that. I like that. Yeah. He Still also got to think like eight. But he also got to think like for him, it's easier probably to get offensive boards because oh, yeah. when he's going into the paint, like who's stopping him? So it's like people are backing all... away. That's yeah. what makes it even easier. So even when he and misses, he has the fastest second jump in the league by yeah. far. Yeah, for sure. Can't even yeah, like so deny like, that. Exactly all that in a guy his size going that far, it's easier for him to grab offensive rebounds. Yeah, you're right. So I, I still he, don't have him at he, number. He's not. He's not number one though. All right. So, but, so but, Mark. So who's your number one pick? Then? With the, I, I'm going with the straight eye test on what we know now. I'm going with Luca. 
Like if I'm a build, a, if I'm a build a team around somebody, I'm a build it with Luca because essentially that's your scorer and your playmaker right there. So all you got to do is get him somebody else and defense. You got yourself a, a quality team. So if we're gonna start with that, I'm definitely gonna go Luca. This thing, I, I go with Luca as well. Uh, something I didn't know going into you know watching him play. Uh, beefier dude than I would have thought. Oh, I thought he would have yeah. got no, no. It matters. Say, don't, I'm gonna say it, don't start with that. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> he might not be the best on the perimeter, but when they try to go inside, it's hard to go through him because he's yeah. a lot bigger than you would think. Uh, my only knock on his game is his shot selection. I think as he gets older, he'll figure it out more. He's knocked himself about it multiple times already in the season, and I don't know if it's just hot air, but maybe he's actually going to work on it one day but maybe that just comes with more minutes who knows but I mean, you're, you're right he is. you said what he definitely fires it up there oh he does but i think he could pick better shots that's my only knock on him he could be more efficient and that was you know that's been a lot of players now you look at some of the greats that's been their problems look at jordan's first couple years his numbers yeah they're high scoring numbers the efficiency is not that great we didn't care about that back then lebron the first couple years his efficiency wasn't best we were starting to care about that stat more then he became the king of efficiency his second year in miami it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's so crazy that like efficiency is a conversation now and like how they want to kind of go back in the past and make ai and kobe look like they weren't freaking gods of basketball and now they want to talk about efficiency efficiency is one of those um, made up stats that makes russell westbrook not even look as much of a hooper as he really is like it's completely bs like it is not bs you can still have guns minus. like come on yo no you can still have these guns and i don't we, we were raised well we were all raised in philly we know ai one of the best guns of all time you Fact. need that Letting you need players like that. Uh, but it, there's nothing wrong with being efficient on the floor, especially if you're shooting your team out of games, which Luca has said he felt like he has done. So I'm like, you know what? If he's saying it, I'm not going to go against it. I felt that way beforehand. still think he's the best guy. If you're putting the team together, you just figured out your whole offense with one guy. Yep. You just figured it all out. Like you said, now just get some defense, some height. Go compete. Yep. Just don't have uh, what's his name, Porzingis, on your team, and you'll be fine. Yeah, that, he, they already apparently been shopping him a little bit. I mean, he's a beat up Chevy. Don't nobody want that. Uh, who you got for number two, Chris? Um, number two, because I picked Zion number one. Luca's number two. Okay. Okay. Who, who, who's yours, Mark? Um, I would. Probably go Jason Tatum. Ooh. My number two. Make the case. Make the case. So coming out of Duke, like I never really expected him to be this type of player. But mm -hmm. since then, for his age, because like at, at Duke, he was a knockdown shooter. At times he could isolate, but you know, that's not Coach yeah. K's style of basketball. No. But like you can tell he already had like an NBA game. And when he got the Boston, he just really polished it up. Like now, he has to work on his consistency. But other than that, he's one of the best perimeter scorers. He's already one of the best perimeter defenders right now. It just, Very the, the long that long. Ball, yeah, like the way that Boston is just set up right now, 
for them like being in the middle of the pack is just odd when you got two wings such as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But his scoring ability, his defense, like the dude got a motor. He don't stop. Like so, it, I would definitely go Jason Tatum. I like that pick. I always thought it was unfair that you have guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum whose wingspan is ridiculous and you give them the Brad Stevens. I'm like, well, yeah, that's a top five, top 10 defense for a while. Thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, my my pick, controversial, maybe it's just because of the recent love affair I'm having looking at, you know, defensive plus minus, which is the stat. Ben Simmons is my second pick. Uh, this guy is locked for defensive player of the year. It's going down just because of, you know, people being tired of voting for Rudy Gobert and we just watched him die at the hands of Zion. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. Um, it's Ben Simmons. If I have to, it's sort of like the Luka thing. With Luka, when you get him, you just figured out your whole outfit. If I get Ben Simmons, I pretty much figured out my defense. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can put him anywhere. I can maybe run him at five against bench units and be fine. Uh, maybe even against some starters, because Bam Adebayo is shorter than Ben Simmons. Always yeah. messes me up. Uh, yeah, I figured out my whole defense with one guy. Fire and ice with Luka and uh, Ben. If I could have them both, I'd just win titles, probably. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Ben Simmons. That's okay. My pick. Okay. Not gonna knock it. Can't knock it. Mm. All right. So e so far, so we, we, of course so Luca Zion and then right now, would you say your second pick was? You said uh, Luca was your second pick, Chris. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Got you. All right. So number. So all right. So right now we're all off. We're, we're yeah. Not I off. told you. I told you. It was. I thought it would go to five, but we've already just. I won't let people slander Ben Simmons by picking him fourth or fifth. Not on my watch. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> all right, uh, number three pick. Uh, all right, Mark, uh, who's your number three? Uh, for my number three, I'm looking hard. I'm looking hard for you. It's been, it's been Simmons. It's, it's it's definitely Ben Simmons for my there number. There we go. I, I love it. Uh, I, of I was just going to be in my top five. I, I knew, but I didn't want him to go to number five. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's your whole defense. Oh, well, I've never no, seen not, a light skinned dude play defense like not, this. Ever. Not technically, because this is, I love Ben's defense, but it's easier to gamble when you got a seven foot. It does help. Right behind you. Joel gets no love on defense. They don't even mention his name. This right season, now. they don't. They don't say a word. Like I get it, he's an MVP candidate, but like, are you are you serious? Like that's why Matisse the man is uh, second first. It's a second all team defender. He's, yeah, he's really a first team all defender. He's even getting his hands They've on just balls. Put Rudy ahead. He's getting steals because no, it's only because he's in the MVP race. That's why. That's what I've I've been saying. I'm like, you know, we love to look at the thirty points per game. It's it's beautiful. Man, Brett Brown really wasted their time. Uh, he's an idiot. But on the defensive end, he's been the same guy. And I love when he came at DeAndre Ayton when they compared the two. He was like, no, 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 I play defense. I'm like, yeah, he does. He does. He makes things a lot easier for both units. Mm -hmm. who, he does. Who is, who is number three for you, Chris? Uh, it's Jason Tatum. Ah, 
So we all differ on this third pick again. I love it. Get, yeah. well, why Jason Tatum? I I feel like I'm hating on him a little bit. Honestly, because he does everything that you need in order to win basketball games. And uh, he shoots. He's a good shot creator. Um, because now, because of the loss of, like, you know, injuries because of Marcus Smart and Kendall Walker, they needed, like, more, like, from the assist department, you know, creating shots for others. And he's been doing that on yeah. a more consistent basis now. And not to mention, like, he's not an all-NBA defender, but he will, de- he will, you know, go up to, you know, probably a best perimeter player, like, not named Jalen Brown. Was, he will he will D you up. So there's no, like, significant weakness in this game. So, like... No, you're right. And not, to, and not to mention, like, he's led Boston to... Well, not led. He's helped Boston to multiple conference finals games since his rookie year. So I can't really knock Jason Tatum for that. So... If I am building a team like out of that, he's definitely throwing on my list. And just to just to piggyback off of Chris, in my opinion, last year he was the best Eastern Conference wing player during the bubble. Yeah, especially, he was. Especially in the playoffs, he was playing better than he was playing better than uh, Giannis. He was playing better than Jimmy Butler. He was running the Eastern Conference. So that's that right there. From what I saw from him, was like, all right, you know what? I can fool with this kid. Uh. I just feel like, especially going to the postseason, you got to put that ball in Jason Tatum's hands like when the game is tied. The Kemba oh, Walker yeah, thing, oh, yeah. it's got to die. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're not going to talk any more slander about Jimmy Butler on this, okay? Let, let's, was, let, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just letting you know I did not appreciate that. I'm just like, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it was petty. It was unnecessary. I'm letting it go. I'm, I'm letting it go. Crazy. It's okay. Crazy. <laughs> It's all good, though. Uh, now, I might come off petty with this, but I go Donovan Mitchell. Mm. He, here's my thing. He's a leader, man. Like, he cares so much about winning, and I wish he played in the East. Because we, I, I would love to see Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons duels. I would love to see that as much as I could a year. I feel like we deserve more of that. Um, Donovan Mitchell goes against what I said earlier about efficiency. He wasn't very good at that in the beginning. He's worked on that. He gives I wish he had the, you know, just just the crew that could take it farther in the playoffs. But, you know, you were up 3-1. That's a, that's a team effort loss. That's oh. on you. But if I really wanted to put the blame on Donovan Mitchell for that, I couldn't. I couldn't at all. That dude has no ounce of quit in him. Those are the guys that when you see them in the locker room, for some reason you're just always sure, yo, if we just follow this dude, we're going to be okay. Not just right. because of talent, because we know the talent's there. Scoring-wise, defense gives it everything he has. He gives it everything he has on both ends. But his leadership, I think, is what makes the Jazz a lot better than what they really are. And I feel like they're pretenders right now, but with him, nah, he's not a pretender at all. I think he's real as it gets. Uh, as far as the young guys go, pretty much everybody that we're going to pick in this top 30, I don't think anybody has as much fight as he does. And that's the guy I want leading my team. That's how I looked at my fix. I'm like, who can do the most in a certain category for my team? Offense is Luka. The game is all about buckets. The other end is defense, Ben Simmons. And then whatever happens in the locker room, Donovan Mitchell, out of all of these guys by far, is who I want. Making that speech, rallying the guys up, and just leading us to as far as he can take us. That's that's not a bad pick. 
but yeah, I, I do like Jason Tatum. And that was that your third, Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell is my third. Got you. I, that's not a terrible pick. It's not. I always thought it was sort of like a tie between Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell. One has more ability. The other is just a glue character guy. And I, I don't know. I'm a sucker for that. I can dig that. I can dig that. Yeah. And uh, number four. Um, all right, fine. I'll start it off. Number four, it's Ben Simmons. The one thing I really do love about Ben Simmons this year is that his free throw percentage has definitely gone up, which is the one thing that, like, I don't care if you ever shoot a three-pointer. If yes. you attack the rim, make them pay at the free throw line. Yes. 70%, you know, over these past several games. I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. And more importantly, he's getting a lot more efficient, you know, posting up, doing that little sky hook, uh, getting, to the, getting, to the, getting inside the paint. So he's becoming a lot more efficient when he comes to his scoring and he's making them pay. When they do get fouled, you can't do that hack of Simmons anymore. And not to mention, the guy's the leading candidate for defensive player of the year. He does everything you can ask for in the basketball court. He's very vocal on defense. He's got the wingspan. He got the wingspan so you can do that two, three zone and you don't lose any ground on. You really don't. I love when we do that. It just seems like we're swarming, but we're actually doing the opposite. We yeah. show them. Yeah. It's, like, it's like almost like a football type zone. The it way is. They, the way that they do it. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you on that. I've always felt like, you know, the magic number with free throws is 72 or 73%. If you can give me that, you know, it's an even trade off. We're, we're getting points. We're not giving up that much. It's really the numbers that LeBron shot before he got to. Uh, got to the heat and that was always enough there was like hey you can't just hack lebron like you're not gaining anything by it so if you give me 72 percent ben i'm very cool with that uh i I love your pick i just wish he was number two all right so uh mark what's yours uh number four i'm gonna go um donovan mitchell i like donovan mitchell at number four um free brought up some some great points but since he's been in the league he's never scored less than 20 per game so that's another thing that stands out for me um his numbers between this year and last year are pretty similar this season he's averaging 24.4 points per game a lot of his numbers are he's just consistent across the board um i don't think that when it comes down to the playoffs this year i don't really believe in the jazz i don't believe in them at all they look good i feel the same but um when it's time to really but it's not because of him it's because Who's gonna be that second guy to get you a bucket? And yeah, that guy's gonna be, and yeah, that guy's gonna be coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Every time Joe Ingles shoots a basketball, it hurts my arms. I don't like how he shoots. It's just so weird. <laughs> oh like, my god! I'm like, it's why it's hurting your body. It's the YMCA form, man. Oh my god! Hey man, if it works for him, every, I saw him airball twice in like the past week. I'm like, stop it! You're hurting me. Stop. Australia's finest, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, that's Vincent's. Um, I One guess for Australia's finest. There you go. That's better. They're, yeah, I think they're gonna have a pretty good uh, national team. But um, number four for me is easily Jason Tatum. Like I said. Uh, it's just what what can he do? He has all the given abilities. Worked out with Kobe, which I was like, oh my god, this is overkill now. And not just oh, it was like twelve of us and we worked out with Kobe. It was like no, this is one on one. We we spent like four days together just working out. I'm like, 
Yeah, and then his efficiency went down the next season. We were like, Tatum's a scrub. I'm like, no, he's just nah. doing what everybody did in the mid-thousands. He's shooting a lot of shots. Jalen Brown's not ready to take those shots yet. He is now. The efficiency's better. They go yeah. hand in hand. Um, yeah, but everybody said everything I could say about Tatum. The dude's a hooper. Uh... I just like that me and Mark have not picked Zion Williamson yet. This is too long <laughs> this goes. I'm like, no, we love him. But I, I'm what about cool Gill just Alexander? No, no. I'm cool with him. I just thought we was talking about Alright, now, now, now you're getting disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> no. SGA. No, SGA. No, SGA deserves to be up here. Oh, yeah, he's going to be up here, but not before Zion. Uh, we, I got Lori Martin in before him. Uh, <laughs> before Zion? Neither one. Of them. Uh, I think your I think your connection's acting up, man. Oh, my, my fault, my fault. Uh, oh. All right, so number five. Um, because of all the reasons you guys already explained earlier, I'm gonna go Diamond Mitchell as well for number five. Mm. That's just a good leader, man. All the offensibility, yeah. super fast. Like he's man, super fast. He remind me of D Wade for real, for real, with a steady jump shot. Yeah. 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 Then we had a D Wade uh, comparisons like during the summer. Yeah. D Wade yeah. even talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, there. Yeah. Just my better jumper. He's, he's just more consistent. Yeah. With the jumper. More, would you say more efficient with the jumper? Nah, nah. Cause D Wade ain't wasn't launching threes. Cause D Wade could always get to the bucket. So. It was a different time. Maybe kill you in the mid range, also. And it, yes, it was a different time, but yeah, D Wade, he always got to the bucket. So when you can get to the bucket at will, ain't nobody better than You ain't get to the line. Remember that 06 finals where he was at the line like, what, 80 times or something like that? Bro, that's like when I really, really fell in love with basketball because of the Dwayne Wade performance. Like, it went over the top because of his. That was a sham. The league cheated during that. They did not want the Mavericks to win that. I remember watching that. I'm like, yo, we just watching free throws this whole time. My dad's like, well, they keep fouled him. I'm like, I don't know about this. They couldn't stop it. I'm not saying they couldn't, but I'm like, yo, it's the finals. Let these boys play a little bit. He's like, nah. Yeah, Wade, then, uh, yeah then Dirk got his revenge five years later. Like, right. But that was Wade's fault, too. He over there <laughs> acting like he's sick, mocking Dirk Nowitzki. I'm like, oh. Look, I got Ooh, I got I got mad love for Shaq, but in that finals, he was the big decoy. That's what he was. Yo, shout out to Alonzo. He had some good minutes in that, and nobody talks about it at all. Oh, he was I'm a like, yo, Shaq was just out there to be there. Alonzo came in and cleaned up. Facts. Big facts. No, because when you go to the line 80 times, everybody else is a spectator, man. That's true. That's the that's Embiid and Harden way. Hold on, real quick before we go into it. Don't say that about Harden because he changed his game. I don't want to hear it. No, and I'm not going to give him any credit until this season is over. But I have so many nice things to say about his game. I'm just not going to say it. I'm still upset about what he did to Houston. I don't care if they retire his jersey. I didn't like that. I, I'll sing his praises. I love assists. Even, even though they're favorite. on like a, even though they're on like a fourteen game losing streak, he's still Man, won. When he's we did won. that, when Getting I did that there. episode with y'all, and they just lost like two games in a row, I was like, they'll they'll turn it up. They'll get it back together. No, it's been losses ever since that episode. 
Uh, still the number five defense in the league, but they got the number 26 offense. They can't, yo, they went four for 45 from three. It was just like when they played the Warriors in the uh, playoffs. I'm like, have you learned nothing? I was like, this is, I can't even blame Harden for that now. It's like, look what you've done. Now right. I can't blame James Harden for losing that game. Because this shit is just bad. I, I can't even blame Mike D'Antoni. It's just, it's something in their arena. They're all in Brooklyn now, which is, which is funny. <laughs> Yeah. Literally, they're all in Brooklyn. Mike D'Antoni's in Brooklyn. Hard is in Brooklyn. <laughs> what makes them shoot all those threes? Now, now Harden don't miss threes, and he don't go to the free throw line. He really don't. He's just <laughs> playing ice go out here. He's like, nope. He, I'll just set everybody up. Yeah, his game is completely different. Well, they don't have a point guard, and nope, when the trade happened, Harden. I was like. Harden's more of a point guard than Kyrie. Yeah, we, we, people we, are like, oh, but the size, I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. Whatever bro, you're Harden, good at is Harden, the position you play. I think it's that Harden already did that Houston. The only yeah, reason why yeah. they're getting published now is because he needs to, he's in New York. So it's well, yeah, and Chris Paul came over and was like, I'm the point guard. It runs through me now for some of these possessions. And that's fair. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, listen, I'm Kyrie Irving is so, not the point guard. Yeah. Chris Paul's like, I'm the point guard until my hamstrings give out. <laughs> At the worst possible moment. And it'll be in the playoffs. I hope you're ready. I'm like, cool, you guys up 3 1? Damn, my hamstrings acted up. <laughs> if I can go back in time. Y'all got it from here. No, they really don't. They really don't. When I saw that, I was just like, LeBron's not winning this one. Come on. I was like, this is bigger than you. All just play. This is bigger than you. Oh, man. What, uh, anyway, anyway let, 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 let's, let, let's wrap this back up. Mark, who's your number five pick? My number five is Trey Young. Mm. I, I like Ice Trey. You, I like Ice Trey Young. He's, uh, I know he's having a little bit of a down season compared to last year, but a little bit. the Hawks are just not <laughs> – his efficiency in the fourth quarter has not been it, but we said starting the franchise. He's definitely a scorer. He's a playmaker. We know he's a super liability on defense, but he just is, he's a he's two inches shorter than Seth Steph Curry. Uh, Steph right. Curry. They're almost, yeah, they're like almost the same player. It's just Trey Young hasn't put it all together yet. Uh, so this might be the most pettiest thing ever, but that ball spot in his head bothers me. He's oh, had, come on. He's come had that joint forever. I'm like, I'm like, dog, like, listen, how, like, you're, you're a teenager. How are you losing your hair already, man? Hey, hey, hey. Some people lose their hair very early in life. There's nothing we could do about it. I'm sorry they don't let them wear a hat in the league, but hey. <laughs> this is my well, podcast. They can just do uh, what uh, Jordan Clarkson does. You see, he got a different hairstyle every game. All right. See, I'm confused. I thought Zion was going to be your pick. Oh, uh, not yet. Really? Not hmm. yet. He's coming, over, though. Over Trey Young, though? I mean, Trey Young over Zion, though? I like Trey Young, man. Well, I thought we are talking about what to start a franchise with. Yeah, no. I, yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah we starting, are. Yeah, I'm starting my franchise with a point guard that can that's going to get me buckets instead of a one-dimensional player. I, love, I like Zion, but I'm not starting my franchise with him right now. All right. So I'm right. going to go to Zion, and I'm going to argue the Trey Young case. Um, I'm an Atlanta Hawks And then you're an Atlanta guy, right. I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan. It has been re- he makes watching basketball not fun this season. He really does. 
the defense you could be like oh he's tiny yeah chris paul's 5'11 as well come on it's like well he doesn't have the weight well that's something he can control uh secondly the backing up as you're shooting a basketball into players and forcing these just stupid fouls i'm like no this needs to be outlawed take this out of the game this should not be a thing (laughs) it's not fun to watch i'm like well we're gonna go to the line to get two points that was good for the first 11 games and now it's like so you're gonna do this all season i mean but atlanta don't really have no true options i like john collins but like he's not really doing much like it's been a struggle all year for atlanta to the point where they just got lloyd pierce fired uh, it is because of his lack of offense. And y'all Boy, was didn't out, have an offense. How great Atlanta was going to be this year, and I'm like, oh no, I thought they were going to be great because it's just what's on paper. That's all we can go by before the season. What's on paper? Yeah. And Lloyd Pierce had all those things and did nothing with it. Yeah, I wasn't sold um, on the paper, so that's why I wasn't rocking with them. But I do I, like I, ice track. I like the vets. I still think they can win a lot of games if they get the right coach. Uh, Trey Young, you know, I'm just going to say it now, he, he got Lloyd Pierce up out of there. Trey Young has so much power in Atlanta, and I don't feel it's quite deserved yet. That's what rubs me the wrong way. And that's why I can't pick him to be the centerpiece of my franchise. I, I, I just feel like he's he sort of a... All, he gave y'all 29 points per game last year. No, season. I love it. And 10 assists. I right. love all of That's great. Uh, hopefully this is just a year where he's just regressed hopefully he cuts out that backing up into players when he shoots once we get a real offense but Dane Uh, does that too yeah I don't like that either but he also does a lot more I feel like and we actually get some effort from him on defense if you want to watch a random Atlanta Hawks game just try sipping a beer every time you see Trey Young literally walking around in the middle of the paint. I'm like, what are you even gonna do in the paint? Why are you playing zone? What are you, you're the only guy playing zone. What are you doing? <laughs> Just, right. it, it's upsetting. Uh, but yeah, Zion for all the reasons, why not Trey Young? I, I, I just like his game more. Uh, I think he could be a way bigger player after this. I do think he's a little too hyped, but Heck, we're going to sell tickets if he's the centerpiece for my team. There it is. That's fair. Yeah, and when you're building somebody around the franchise, in the end, it's all about selling tickets. So, it is. Yeah. All right, so top five is done. Let's go to number six. We're going with me on this? Yeah. Let's, let's start you off. Well, I'm going to go with I'm pretty sure the only player that has a piece of hardware that actually matters at this point, uh, Brandon Ingram. I'm going to go with this guy. Uh, I didn't see it for him when he came into the league. I don't often see it for Duke guys. Except Zion, I saw for him. Jason Tatum, I wasn't sold. I was wrong. Brandon Ingram, I wasn't sold. I was wrong. Uh, You know, I think the KD comparisons really did him dirty in the beginning. It's really just frame. Yeah. Yeah, that's skinny frame. That's frame. That's it. That's it. That's really it. He doesn't have that. I can... He can pull up and make shots, but he's not pulling up and knocking it down on two guys closing up. No. KD's been doing yeah. that since like year three. He's been doing that since Texas. Yeah, like he he can do that to anybody at will. Brandon Ingram has his moments. I think he's a microwave guy at 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 heart. 
but I feel like if he just keeps pushing his limits, which he has, he's sort of been the star sometimes in New Orleans, uh, he can be a very consistent scorer. And I feel like he's exactly what Michael Porter Jr. will be one day. I feel like that's always been Michael Porter Jr.'s ceiling, is to be Brandon Ingram. Uh, but Brandon Ingram plays way better defense. Oh, yeah. Michael Porter yeah. Jr. doesn't D up. Yeah, Porter looks way. I, I don't think Port. I don't think uh, Denver. He plays Trey Young defense, but he's like you know six ten. Yeah. It doesn't make but sense. But seven four wingspan. Yeah. All right, Michael for me, Porter, no sense. Is Michael Porter even starting yet? No. You that can't start right. a guy who plays no defense, and he doesn't give you like twenty eight. He gives you what seventeen? At, yeah. On a, yeah, exactly. That's not enough. All right, He's going for me, after me. All right, yeah, fine. All right, my number six pick is a guy that I really didn't view much of coming in, but he's definitely, you know, take that next leap. I'm going Jalen Brown at number six. Wow. I was I like that. that so soon. Yeah, I know. No, I like obviously, that. Listen, for first time All-Star, and more importantly, Free brought up a good point of, like, who, who's a guy that you definitely want in the locker room with all the activist stuff that he does. The guy, uh, he's a great, def- great defender. He's definitely improved his offense a lot. Like it, that doesn't that he improved his offense to the point where it doesn't take away from what Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker's doing. And more importantly, he's just a great guy to be around. He's coachable. Where it's yeah. like if you got yeah, a great coach in his ear, like he's definitely going to be listening. He's like, all right, I need you to do that. I'm like, cool, I'll do that, and I'll do the best I can at that. So yeah. listen, Jay, listen, Jalen Brown, he, he's he's the perfect coach's pick. So that's why I like him at number six. Hmm. Players like that are what win you championships, to be honest. You, you you have to look no further than a guy like Tim Duncan. He's your best player on the team, but he also does whatever the coach says, even if he's hounding him. When you're in practice and you're looking around at your best player and he's getting dogged by the coach and he's not barking back, he's just doing what he's told, everybody falls in line. Yeah. You need guys like that. And I, I like Jalen Brown for that pick. He was coming up on my board. But, yeah, no, nah, I think you picked him at the right spot. I think I messed up there. You're right. Yeah. Mine, um, my six, of course, it's Zion. Um, for me, I've always, I've always there. been the one saying that he's not a transcendent player. We've seen Blake Griffin before. He's literally, <laughs> literally a dark-skinned Blake Griffin. Like, we, we've seen this before. So, to me, I don't see him necessarily changing the game. But if he sees how Blake Griffin's game has deteriorated over the past couple years, he better work on some moves because he ain't going to have that power and athleticism forever. So, Not I'm, wrong. I'm putting him there. But, I, like I said, I, I've seen Blake Griffin, and we see him now. Ain't no difference between the two, in my opinion. And honestly, he already got the knee injuries also early, too. So it's like... Early. He early, man. So that's that's why I'm a little hesitant to start a franchise with that. And I'm yeah, honestly I like... And, and for me, um, when he was coming out, I'm like, listen, I see a lot of Sean Marion in this game for Zion. And I, did for I do see. Yeah, you're right about that. I, Just yeah, that's a not yeah, more athletic. Well, Sean Marion had athleticism. In yeah, dog, he was a matrix for a reason. I feel yeah. like people he, forgot. He got zapped from him out of nowhere. Yeah. Sort of like all of Darren Williams' talent. Yeah. Just but got I'm zapped not, away. That man was like, like during those early 2000s, he was our starting power forward right next to Boris Diaw playing center. Y'all changed yeah. the game with him. Yeah. yeah. 
but any but you know just on the bright side though zion is unstoppable yeah. so he yeah, is, like that's why he's a top 10 in, like, in this draft watching him like just muscle Giannis last weekend and it was just easy he's just blowing by Giannis. Giannis didn't even have a chance I'm like mm-hmm. this dude just don't even make no sense but i just pray that he learns a move i pray that he learns a move or something Cause it's gonna be bad when he gets older. That 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 jump shot. I mean, he takes it, but it ain't it. Like, but I, I pray. I pray for him. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like if he is gonna be Blake Griffin, you saw Blake Griffin every year add something to his game. He yeah. got the post move, that spin move. Then after that, he was able to add, you know, the mid range. Then he started getting that three pointer when he went to Detroit. And then like his last years during LA, he was able to bring the ball up the court and play make also, especially when Chris Paul was out. I feel like that was the best version of Blake Griffin when Chris Paul was out and like he was like five years into the league. Like this guy was definitely next up to be a superstar before, you know, those injuries like took away his prime. Mm-hmm. Damn shame. I mean, I mean this is why that's why you never go to Detroit. It, only bad things can happen when you go to town shooters. Bruh, it's just a terrible place to be drafted, to wind up, to be traded to. It, it just never ends up well. It doesn't. Okay. All right. Number seven. I'll go first. All right. I'm going to go with the guy who actually has an NBA title and contribute to a championship team. I'm going to go Pascal Siak. That's not bad. I bet, yeah. Can't, I, can't, I can't debate that. Um, even though I don't have him in my top 10, I can't I can't debate that yet. Uh, uh, because he's definitely having a down year. I mean, it was... Now he's been getting better. Like, throughout the past month, he has played way better yeah. basketball. But he, he started out bad. He didn't, he didn't take the squad the way he was supposed to after Kawhi. Yeah. Because he was, he was a major part to that championship run. Don't get it twisted. Like, we know what Kawhi did. Yeah. But, Siak, but Siakam was playing. He was hooping. He was looking like a a more like controlled version of Giannis during that NBA Finals. So, yeah. and who can actually shoot it and light it up? And that and he does that spin move all day. All he does is just spin, oh, yeah. spin, spin for a layup. Like he and he got that. Yeah. But I, I just I, like I like I like the fact that you know between the ears he listens to Nick Nurse. That's Nick Nurse's pet project. And also yeah. when he gets the ball in his hands, he automatically knows. All right, two seconds. I'm either gonna dish it out. I'm gonna attack the rim. I'm gonna shoot. The the, the fact that he already knows what to do before he gets the ball that's very valuable because you don't want to dribble the ball out of the air or like hesitate because that leads to turnovers. That leads to bad shot selection. He already knows what to do when he gets the ball. Bob and honestly, like if anything, he's the reason why, in my opinion, they didn't beat Boston in that seven game series. If he played slightly better to what he was last year as an All Star. Yeah. They probably would have yeah. won that series. That's what I was going to say. Uh, before the playoffs, that whole regular season, Siakam was doing his thing. He was all-star yeah. for a reason. He balled out. Boston figured it out, and he just wasn't the man. And I don't know. He's just been zapped ever since. But like I said, in the past month, he's gotten it together. The team is mm, they are at a crossroads. Do they power through this? Or do they start moving some pieces, mainly Kyle Lowry, and, you know, see what they can do? Uh, but one thing is stay consistent. Siakam's going to be the driver for that team. He's going to be in the driving seat. Absolutely. Uh, between, once again, a leader him. by example. Yeah, How you between said he him, gets rid of the Van ball. Fleet, between him, Van Fleet, Ochi, 
Siakam was going to be the leader of that team. Yeah. Like, like you said earlier, how, how Siakam gets rid of the ball so fast. That's Nick Nurse teaching him that. And that's what the whole Raptors team does if you ever pay attention. Outside of Van Vliet sometimes. But the whole team, they know what they're going to do within two seconds. That's why they watching them play can be real annoying if they're playing a team that you're that you like because they just get you out of your defensive sets because they already know what they're going to do. It's very Spurs like and like the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, that's efficient basketball, in my opinion. And Siakam leads by example on that end. So you are right about that. Uh, is he in my top 10? Maybe. But All I right, Mark, like uh, number seven. Number seven, what's for you? My number seven is Jalen Brown. I mean, just a lot of the things that Chris alluded to earlier. He is one of the best two-way defenders in the league. He's taken a, a high, a high jump this season. Like he's actually a lot of games, you know, despite Jason Tatum's injuries, he's been holding it down for Boston. He's like he's really been holding it down. He's one of those guys who used to work out with Tracy McGrady, and you can see that a bit in his game. So you got a Kobe disciple and you got a Tracy McGrady disciple all on the same team. That's just a recipe for disaster. Boston just needs to figure it the heck out. Like they they got something good over there, but they just ain't got it. But no, Jason Tatum, his jump I'm sorry, Jalen Brown, his jump shot has improved. He doesn't get in the way of Jason Tatum as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go with Jalen Brown. I, I like the way that he has just really taken off this season and he deserves that all star nod over Jason yeah. Tatum in my opinion this season. Yeah, for this season, yeah, I do agree. And that and that's why he's also my pick. Uh I had to mess around with my board because when you picked him, Chris, I was like, you know what? Yeah, he does like like check all these boxes that uh I will hold all these other guys accustomed to, uh accountable to. Uh he what more can I really say about him? He's a leader, great defender. We've all said this about him. I just want to credit him because I thought he was gonna be a bust. When he came into the league, there was just all athleticism. And I'm like, yeah, when that's the number one thing that people give me outside of, you know, like we've never like with Zion athletic. We've just never seen a player built like him. He's a one for one type of, you know, player. Sean Kemp, stop. Oh, stop it. No, Sean Kemp was much taller. So we've never seen a six, seven dude. Be, nobody fits the physical profile of this guy. Uh, nobody it's, does. It's debatable. No, that's not it, debatable. It that's is. not debatable. Jalen Brown, when he came into the league, I was like, okay, all we could talk about is athleticism. And I'm not really worried about that. I've been burned by Wiggins before. Uh, no, this dude works on his game. This guy cares. This guy's a vocal leader everything I wanted Wiggins to be. He even got his jump shot better. Remember how bad it was when he came into the league? Yeah, yeah. you don't really leave him open like that anymore. Why? Because he worked on his game. And yeah, uh, yeah, I'm picking up. Okay. That's not bad. All right. I should have picked him sooner. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm like Ingram over Brown. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll let you cook. Can I go first for number eight? I think mine is a little right. controversial. Okay, go shoot. If I was to buy another jersey right now, this is the guy I would get. Uh, Bam out of bio. I'm going him number eight. He is... I I, I just really enjoyed watching him against uh, the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. He was the X Factor for that series. It just highlighted that Boston had no big man whatsoever. So we can have a 6'8", 6'9"-ish big for the Heat 
just go off against them. You know, we had the Tyler Harrow game as well. But Bam Adebayo was the highlight for that. And I really feel like if he was, you know, healthy for the Heat in the finals, they might have been able to take that to seven, which isn't a stretch. They won two games. So I, I, I really think he's the future or maybe just the present at this point of big men. You know, you still have your Joel Embiid's and your Jokic's. Those are the guys that are going to be in the MVP race because they're the last of that breed, I feel like. I don't think we're going to have other seven-footers who really dominate like that. We're going to have more of these guys who push the ball up the court, which Bam does. And I'm always confused as to why nobody strips him. Nobody does it. I don't know. Uh, he moves the ball so well, stationary and while he's moving. Uh, great on the glass, great defender. Got a game-winning block of a dunk on Tatum. Yeah, that was tough. Ridiculous. He defends and he passes. His he's, hand was literally like this under the rim trying to... Didn't touch the rim because that's a penalty and that would have been game. And completely stuffed the ball. That's a one-for-one one moment. Nobody else is doing that, I, I think. And, and like, under tries is real. I don't think he would do it again. That was very difficult. Uh... Honestly, when Jimmy Butler's not there, I'm still comfortable with Bam running the team. How comfortable? Because look at Miami. Not winning a championship level comfortable. Well, I'm saying winning some regular season games. They just got beat by the Hawks last night. So I was happy to see that. But here's the thing. Something's up with the Heat right now. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong. But um, the mojo is—it's gonna come back at some point. A lot of players are in and out because of COVID, man. Yeah, well, they—they've been the most affected team by COVID, and you know I'm not gonna get political, but sometimes that's nonsense, and sometimes it's fair safety protocol. You can I mean, pick Duncan and choose. Robinson, yeah, Duncan Robinson's the only guy on the Miami Heat that's played every single game for them so far. That's concerning. I mean, and. He's like a key cog to that. I feel like everybody in that starting five plays such a significant role. But Bam Adebayo is definitely, in my opinion, uh, when you're looking at the future of big men, they're sort of going to yeah. fit his archetype. Yeah, I mean, you you can you can you can argue and say that him and Siakam almost plays exactly the same. You could, yeah, you can make that. One's a little bit faster and can push the ball a little better down court. But, but yeah, they're almost the same archetype. But technically, who? <laughs> I think they're the same player. I, I would say Siakam pushes it a little bit faster. But yeah, they're pretty much the same archetype. And that's the future of big men. We're just right. like so close to getting there. Yeah. So Mark, who's your number eight pick? My number eight is Brandon Ingram. I had him I had him coming. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like his, his length. And even though he's not the best defender, but he can get that. He can get it at some point. I mean, yeah. all he's got to do is start deflecting balls, playing some passing lanes. Like, he can definitely get that. Um, since he's left L.A., he's definitely turned it around. I agree with uh, Free said earlier, you know, them having that whole KD comparison, it kind of it messed him up in a way because, like, it was because of his build, not because of his game. Like, he never hooped like KD at all. So yeah, like, no one near efficient either because of volume score. Yeah, so it always just was like puzzling that the media would just do that. I was lazy on their part. <laughs> but um yeah, it was super lazy. But no, nah, the way he scores now, um, last year he was absolutely dominant before Zion came on the scene. I mean, he was at one point putting up about twenty six points per game. Like he was just really 
hooping last season. And he's been able to figure it out this season as well with Zion. So, but their record still stinks. This whole playoff thing is because of them. I'm going to continue to run with it. It's all about trying to force <laughs> Zion. No, no, no. No, we all know what it is. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. A little tournament just to get them in there. Yeah, because they know the Pelicans are going to stink for a long time. So it's like, oh, what can we do to give them a chance? Here's the thing. If you're trying to force the Pelicans on us, don't let them hire Stan Van Gundy as the coach. I'm like, guys, no, this is the best you can do. He has been turning around since that Boston win, but uh, no, that's not going to win anything here. When has he ever won anything? Look back to that, like, my, uh, not Miami, Orlando final series. That is some terrible rotations he's running. I'm talking Scott Brooks level bad rotations. The fact they won a game is ridiculous to me. I willed them to that victory. I dislike Kobe so much that I willed them to that victory off of pure hate alone. My goodness. <laughs> my goodness. That's all I got on that one. My goodness. <laughs> all right. Hey, all right. Not as bad as what meets him. All right. And honestly, once again, this is where we all defer. Number eight, I feel like if he was on a much better, you know, organization, I feel like he would get a lot better love. I picked him to be an all-star reserve, but obviously he ain't not. I'm going to De'Aaron Fox at number eight. That's pretty soon for De'Aaron Fox. And I like De'Aaron Fox. Okay, before you get started to reason, can I just say this? De'Aaron Fox for my board was like, all right, now once I pick De'Aaron Fox, we're going to get into names where I'm like, ah, I could take or leave a couple of these guys. De'Aaron Fox is the last name where I was like, yeah, you got to have him. In the top 10? No, he's not in my top 10. Oh. In, in, in my board where I was oh. just like, yeah, these are the guys, no duh. And now I'm like, all right, I could get crazy with these last couple. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Let me I hear the case. Listen, one of the fastest players on the court, reminds me a lot of John Wall, improved his, free, improved his game a lot in terms of scoring, you know, a lot more efficient. Uh, he's definitely a willing defender, definitely plays passing lanes, gets you steals. I just feel like Sacramento's just not the place for him. I feel like he was in a much better situation, like in the Eastern Conference on the team that's better supported, I feel like he would get a lot more love. But because he's in Sacramento, which is pretty much a graveyard of irrelevancy, no one cares about him. Hey, 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 hey. He's going to have the best running mate of his whole career staying in Sacramento. Him and Halliburton together are must-see TV. If you got league pass, Halliburton and Darren Fox, tune in at least once a week. You're going to see something you like. They just got to get Buddy Hill out of there. That's it. He's a mess. He's just got to go. Hey, he's the quickest to a thousand uh, three-pointers. Yeah, I mean, he only he, takes when, three points. That's all he shoots. That man only does laps and threes. He doesn't. He doesn't even step inside the paint. It's, Bro, by, it's by play design. He's not supposed to be in the paint. If you, if I mean, you, that's literally the NBA mold now for efficiency. You're shooting a three pointer. You're going for a layup. There's no one between. No, if you look at the box score, he'd be going like four for thirteen from three. Like, yeah, he better be the first to a thousand. <laughs> that's all he shoots. Uh, and, and he's got to get out of there. Sixers fans be dying for this kid. I'm like, please stop. It. We not 
we were dying because we had no shooters. Please stop it. I mean, I'd rather have Buddy Hill than Josh Richardson. I mean, this is going back to last year. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was so happy when we got rid of Josh Richardson. I'm like, we get a curry for Josh Richardson. Did they not? Did they not see Josh Richardson? Yeah, yeah now, Ma- yeah, now Mavericks ran it. Hates Josh Richardson. Oh, they hate him so much. I see it all the time. I'm like, yep. There you go. Enjoy that. Hey, he was the only player on the Sixers where I was like, that's not Brett Brown's fault. That's not his fault. Everybody else, I'm like, yeah, he screwed them up a little bit. Uh, Josh Richardson, I'm like, no, he was only that good because he was in Miami. And he was trying. He was trying to bring Miami culture to them, but they just wasn't with it. No, because he's Josh Richardson. We're not listening to you. What? Who are Why? you? You're only good on 2K. Like, cut it out. <laughs> not, e- not even, bro. He used right. to be good on 2K. All right, number nine. <laughs> Uh, who, who's going on? Uh, who I'll, go number, I'll go number nine. I'll go number. Okay. I, I think you know while you guys were talking, I was able to get my top fifteen ready, so I'm good. Um, number nine for me is Bam. I like I like Bam. Um, like I said, him and uh, Pascal Siakam, they're definitely interchangeable guys. They're um, you know, the new the new four. Like you can essentially thank Draymond Green for the new style of you know number four that's being played because they're not true centers. Or anything like that, so they're In able a to. Traditional sense, yeah. Yeah, like they're able to stretch. No, thank Boris Diaw. Fair, fair. Boris Diaw and that and the and the Suns, you know, that seven seconds or less offense. Like, yeah, you can say that. Um, favorite, role, favorite role player ever. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm, I'm definitely gonna go Bam. Um, he hoops. He's a bucket. I love his energy. Um, energy is definitely something that's always important for me. I love guys who just don't quit. Like just don't quit. Who always got it? Who who want to go out there and kill and dominate? Yeah. Like, those are those are the type of good dudes. So I'm definitely yeah. gonna take Bam at number nine. I'm not gonna harp on him too much since you guys since uh you guys already picked him. Yeah, and number nine, I'm gonna agree with Mark. I'm gonna go with Bam. I, I like guys who right between the ears listen to their coaches. He does everything well. Um, he doesn't hurt you when he's on the court, and he there's no significant weakness in the game. Like he's six nine, but he plays bigger than six nine. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Bam also. That's I like it. Um, I'm gonna go with this. I think this is the first guy I'm going with. Where I'm like, yeah, Timberwolves probably should have picked this guy. Um, I'm gonna go Jamal Murray here. Oh. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. He's having a pretty down season right now, but this is gonna be the year where we figure out: uh, Is this guy like a sincere playoff guy? Like, is he just one of those guys that turns it up in the playoffs or it's like he's averaging 34 in this round? It, like, it's, he, he's, he's definitely sometimey. Like his, he his is a sometimey player, but is that time always going to be the playoffs? And if that's the case, I can justify how much money he's making and the, you know, lack of defense, consistent, okay defense, because he never plays amazing defense or, in my opinion, good. He plays okay. He plays okay. He's a big part of why Denver's defense is pretty trash, to be honest. I'm, uh, saying, you don't, I'm like, please don't say he's about to say Denver has the defense. Oh, no, trash. <laughs> you look, any stat you want to look at for Denver on defense, they're like 20 on down. They're not yeah. good. Um, but that doesn't matter. He's like the microwave player of the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, he might not be on, but the next day, yeah. What did he drop? Fifty like two weeks ago? 
yeah. not saying that means he's back to you know like without catching fire without he missed four shots and dropped 50 points with no free throws i know you hate this word but that's efficient that is very that is efficient. that is being a gun and being efficient he put the two together and that is ultra instinct there's nothing you can do about that you lost you lost that game it's over all right, no, real, real quick sidebar. What's more impressive, that Jamal Murray game where he shoots no free throws or Dirk scoring that 48 in that playoff series without taking a single three-pointer? No free throws? That. I mean, you're shooting the lights out. Nah, Dirk, it was the playoffs. Matters more. Way more impressive. Totally different environment. This is regular season, and there's nobody in the stands. Still fly. Still I mean, amazing. Yeah. But I, this I, is the playoffs with a crazy environment. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Fifty without without going to the line, I mean, without being in the playoffs, hey, without fans. To, to each his own. You can't you can't even do that on two K on rookie. Yep. I mean, you're right. You're right. But you got fans in two K. There's fans in the stands for two K. They might make you control a rumble a little bit. You right. Exactly. See. Right. See. Come on now. <laughs> oh man! Uh, what's, what's next? We're at ten. Yeah, we're at ten yeah, now. We're at 10? Oh yeah. no, this is. Yeah, this I was gonna say I'll, I'll, I'll lead it off because some, his name's already been said. Pascal Siakam is my number ten. Okay. I ain't, right. gonna, I ain't gonna give the whole rundown. Boom! He's, his name's already said. We talked about him. He's my number ten. And I feel like the more we do this, we don't have to really start giving like rundowns. Yeah. Because so, we've differed so much so far. Okay. All right, Probably. free for our number ten. Who do you got? Yeah, I'm finally gonna pick him up. Uh, Trey Young. He, yeah. he rounds out the top ten. He's he, he's the last, thirty and ten. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no and, defense. And, and, and for number ten, I'm gonna go Ice Trey as well. Yeah, you can't. You can't knock him. You can't knock him at all. You can knock him, but at number ten, I can't knock. Him. Yeah. He got knocked for nine rounds. For hey, nine he, picks, he got knocked. He still he still hoop. He still hoop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He a hooper. Just, you know. Y'all ready? Y'all no. ready for y'all ready for number eleven to keep this thing moving? Let me hear. My number eleven is De'Aaron Fox. Okay. A lot of the same things that Chris said. I, I love his speed. Um the way like he's so fast. He's just doing stop and goes and hesitations. Like that's like how fast he is. It just doesn't make sense. He's not even crossing no one over. He's just running right by. Just yeah, running right by. I love De'Aaron Fox. He's a great playmaker. He's I think he's a bit taller than they really say. I think he's really like in 6'4", six, 6'5", six, range. I think so, too, yeah. yeah. He, he, he looks to be on the bigger side. like he And he just flies. It's just unfortunate that he's not going to get that, you know, true exposure playing in Sacramento. So, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Just tune in yeah. on the pass. Yeah, and honestly, like it reminds me a lot of John Wall, but the major difference is I feel like De'Aaron Fox plays with more control than what a young John Wall did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, because uh, with John Wall, like when you do a half court offense, that's the reason why the Wizards never made it past the second round because you can't run a half court set with John Wall. And Bradley Beal had to pick up the slack. I remember that game seven against Boston and the Wizards. And Bradley, Bradley Beal wasn't even Bradley Beal yet. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, who you number eleven? Uh, number eleven. Um, let's see. 
You know what? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Jamal Murray. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, listen, listen that that playoff performance last year, back to back three ones, he was able to pick up the slack. And listen, that pick and roll between him and Jokic, that might be the most best pick and roll combo I've seen in the league. If Murray was just like two inches taller, they oh, could God. run that pick and roll like opposite ends, and it would it would be so unfair. You wouldn't know who's in a pick or a roll. It just every possession would be a gamble. I would yeah. love it. And honestly, the pick and roll is like the easiest, like basic offensive set you can run. And like the fact that Jamal Murray and Jokic can run it and still be effective against any team, that's a plus. So I would, Jamal Murray's number eleven for me. Don't don't forget the pick and pop that they run together too. Then that's the pick and pop that's the thing that's more more dynamic to me because it's like they run the pick and pop with each other. Because there's a lot of times where Jokic will bring up the ball. Yeah, <laughs> and I love pick, seeing that. They'll both pick and pop. It's weird. Uh, I'm, I'm just putting more disrespect on De'Aaron Fox with my pick. I'm gonna go with a point guard, but one that I'm a huge fan of. We going SGA here, Shy Gilgis yeah. Alexander. Though you know, I, I, I don't hate the pick. I actually like this. Yeah. It's a really good pick. When he got traded to the Thunder, I'm like, Clippers had to give that up. I I hope they win a title I'm like, like I'm before like, those contracts run I'm up. Like, Cause Thunder did, is I'm good. like Thunder did it again. Yep. And I was like, wait a minute. Now he gets to play with Chris Paul. I'm like, oh, he's gonna learn a lot of shit with him. This is gonna be awesome. Bro, I secretly, I've been tweeting this like the past couple weeks. I'm secretly hoping this is the player Daryl Morley pulls out of his behind and get. Ah. That would nah. be insane. Sam Press is not letting that man go. Nah, you can't let SGA go. I would need uh, your pray. next oh, 10 years of picks. Got him. And I want Ben Simmons' firstborn no. son. I oh, want yeah, his firstborn son. You can have him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. Does Embiid have a son? Because I'm going to need him in the He does have a child. He does. Is it a boy? I think. I need him in the trade, too. That's it, the only it, one. Get I him at the conference. We'll get him a little jersey. That's but I think, I think he's going to be a mixed baby. I don't know about You know that. what? We got light-skinned dudes winning defensive player of the year this year. I, I'm cool with it. And, and we got Clay Thompson, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. I swore okay. he was Puerto Rican for years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going SGA. He's just, you know, he just has games where I'm like, what can't he do? And the shot does need to get better. This mm -hmm. is true. But his little tweener game, we all oh, say that, wow. like, the all you can do is shoot threes or you can do layups. He has this tweener game that is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the shot in it, it's how he can create out of it and his little fakes that he does while keeping his dribble. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. It's really, it reminds me of like old 80s players where it's like most of your work came at mid range. So you had to have all these moves. Yep. And he still has those. And then he got to play with Chris Paul and it got amplified more because yep. Chris Paul is one of those guards who has all those tweener moves. Yeah. He has the best mid-range jumper in the league. The fact that he got to play with him and now, you know, he he got to just run the offense in LA. He got to learn from Chris Paul. Now he gets to be the marquee player on the team that's trending upwards and they're putting a lot of faith in him. This is the perfect 
you know, career for him so far. Yeah. And yeah. I think he should be rewarded one day. Hopefully yeah. he is. Yeah, honestly, him and uh, I feel like they're going to get Cade Cunningham like in like next year's draft. And those two are going to be fun to watch. Like, yes, it is. Because they've already, the Clippers have already, Clippers, uh, the Thunder have already proven that they can run a, a guard he heavy offense. You know, yeah. you're not going to have Chris Paul again. Cool. Uh, you don't have, you know, run up for six man of the year anymore. Cool. But you still have SGA, who was, a, you know, part of the nucleus of that playoff team last year. Mm -hmm. And you throw in Cade Cunningham, SGA can, you know, it's weird to say, take him under his wing or just show him this is how I was treated as a rookie. This is what I went through. This is what they're going to throw at you. This is how you handle it. Yeah, Kate Cunningham is perfect for that. Yeah, You're, you got Al Horford, who's your veteran presence. You got Lou Dort, who's going to be the guy that's like, all right, listen, who's your best perimeter player? I got him for 30 minutes. You, you don't want to worry about, about him. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and it's perfect. You know, I, I really like what the Thunder are doing. SJ is a huge They're not going to be down for long. And I'm just like, no, like, this is ridiculous. They're not. And I'm perfectly okay with that because that's a fan base I like. I love that SGA is there. They deserve that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, so I want him to be a franchise guy for a team that I put together too. All right. And uh, we'll go to number 12. And I'll start it off. And for all the reasons we just said, I'm going SGA as well. I like. Okay. Um, my number twelve is different. I'm going John Moran. Uh, I feel like I feel like we uh, definitely slept on Ja, but I I had him on here, so we already. I have know. not slept. Ja Moran has been one of the most explosive players since entering the league. He he gives yeah. me a Russell controlled Russell Westbrook vibes. He uh he don't back down to nothing. You see how he tries to catch a body on everybody, yeah. every opportunity that he gets. And he's he's he has the Grizzlies looking pretty fair since he's come back from that ankle injury. So it's yeah. it's it's John ja Morant for me. Hey, here's the thing, John ja Morant be it he he be destroying that rim. You gotta give him credit on that. He he be destroying the rim with dunks and those hot ass bricks he be throwing up. He's shooting twenty-two percent from three. That's Tony Roten territory, man. You, you was hey. right when you said Russell Westbrook, like 22% from three. Hey. Just let one of the fans, well, they don't have fans out there, but let one of the coaches take the three for him. I you, think you, you got, got like 400 or 500 fans down there. One of those 400 people might shoot a better percentage from three point than John Moran shooting this season. But other than that, I think he's a leader in all of that. And that's why I also have him as his pick as well. And I feel like I'm putting more hate on the Aaron Fox, but hey, still must see TV for League Pass. Go watch the Kings one <laughs> night a week. It's pretty good. But I'm gonna be watching the Grizzlies two nights out of the week because oh, yeah. John Morant is always waiting for a poster. I just wish they would readjust the rim after he shoots those hot ass bricks. He be going insane <laughs> with that, bruh. Oh yeah. When he tried to kill Kevin Love, I was like, Kevin Love, you're one of my favorite players uh of all time, but good God. You you almost died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going John Morant with my pick as well. All right, number thirteen. Lucky number. Thir thirteen, I'll go. That's uh wait, Chris, did you go? Chris yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm I pick going. SGA for twelve. Okay, I'm going SGA for thirteen. Okay. I love the respect that he's getting. 
Oh no, that's that's my that's my guy, yo. That's that's my guy. I like him. Like when he played for OKC last year, and just like kind of how you mentioned, like I knew he was going to learn from Chris Paul, and he he's yeah. polished it. He's even gotten better this season. That's why I said, like I hope this is the guy that we secretly just get out of nowhere. <laughs> I just wish that SGA got a lot a little more credit. You know, for the Oklahoma City playoff run, because I feel like a lot of credit got pushed more towards Chris Paul than he did. Like SGA was able to match what Chris Paul did. You oh yeah, even, he did. You can even look at it how he's getting a lot of the credit for the Suns being number two in the yeah. West right now. Like he, you, as it's clear that Devin Booker is definitely deserving of a, a reserve spot. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, he got it with Anthony Davis being injured. But yeah, man, like Chris Paul, his name carry weight though. Yeah, yeah, but for the Suns, they needed they needed a point guard that was like, listen, this is what we need to do. Like, we can't have Devin Booker running the offense. They tried that a few years ago. It it did not work at all. He's not that kind of player. Saying so, like swapping out Chris Paul for Ricky Rubio, obviously, you know, Chris Paul's better. You're getting addition by subtraction. So, and I feel like that's also the reason why. I'm like, all right. So for number thirteen, let's see. Um, I'm gonna go a little left field on this. I'm gonna go Sabonis. That's not even a shot coming from you. It's not. Listen, I know. I know how you love him. Listen, two-time, so not on my board. Two-time, listen, two-time All-Star does everything well. Like just like his, just like his, just like his people before him. Uh, very, and more importantly, I feel like if he played in last year's playoffs, they don't get swept. They at least win a game. Yeah, but. But he does everything well. It's like baby Jokic, uh, like twenty gives you twenty, ten, and five. Uh, not the not the great best run protector, but he does everything you efficiently well in the offense. Where it's like you definitely need a guy like that. So I'm gonna go Sabonis at thirteen. That's a good one. Now I feel bad about who I'm gonna pick, and Just I feel that way. Finally, no. Um, really though, <laughs> watch him on League Pass. Uh. But this is another league pass guy. He's it. This guy's not even a league pass. He's gonna be a Sunday showdown guy that we're gonna see for a couple years. And this, yeah, I'm going Lamelo Ball here. Another uh, guy. Another guy that I'm like, you know what? Uh, <laughs> Timberwolves probably should have took this guy. Yeah, we kind of messed up. I was like, you know what? Take Wiseman. It's like, well, what about Cat? We gonna trade him in a couple years. It don't matter. If you take Lamelo, what, what about D'Angelo Russell? What about D'Angelo Russell? He took Ant, and we got some posters for it. That's cool. Lamelo Ball, I was wrong. I was wrong. This guy is really good. It's proof that when you play against grown men as a young boy, it makes you better just with all the foundation of your game. And he mm -hmm. already had like a high ceiling. But now the floor got higher because of the competition that he faced. And that's why when the season started out, I told people, I was like, look, I may not like him, but don't judge him by these first eight or 10, 12 games. Let and him also, get it just a point guard is hard. Yeah, it, it's difficult. And now we look at him and I'm like, yeah, I don't think he should have fell to, uh, to three. Whoever the Hornets were gonna get was gonna be good enough for them at three. Yeah, the fact that they got the best player in the draft at three, which that is a lucky spot. If you look up like historically in drafts, three is a pretty good spot. Um, yeah. Lamelo Ball, 
I like them more than De'Aaron. Yeah, yeah, right now, yeah, right now they're the eighth, they're the eighth seed in the East right now. So like him, Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, pretty good young nucleus they got. Yeah. I think they could sneak into these playoffs. It's the East. Everything's up for grabs at the bottom. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to see De'Aaron Fox in the playoffs. But I know you can catch him on League Pass. Try it out. It's good. Um, but LaMelo's just going to be better. He, no, I'll he ca- might I'll catch be better him. now. No, I'll catch him on that 10-30 matchup where they have him like playing against the Pelicans or something like that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Those are the games where I'm like, I got to be four beers in for this. Uh, but, yeah, that might be the pick that messes up everybody's board. That we, uh, we're going to see him down at, like, 25 for some of y'all. I, I don't know. But I got him here. I, I, I stay All right, number 14. Yeah. I'll, I'll, for me. I'll, I was gonna say, let me go real quick because I'm actually shocked. I have Lamelo at 14. Oh, so I'm not gonna go on as much as you did. <laughs> I had Lamelo at 14. I thought I had to defend that. Nah, uh, that's why. No, honestly, not- you're not. Honestly, we're all. I, I like Lamelo too. He's gonna be coming up on my next few picks, also. So I, I think it's because I talk so much shit about him. And one more thing. I got to give this man credit. His father probably put him up to this. To tank those interviews so the Timberwolves wouldn't draft you. Smartest thing you ever did. You saved your career. Anthony <laughs> Edwards, you tried it. But no, you're, you're stuck with us for four one years. One of y'all was going to end up in Minnesota. One of y'all career was going to end that night. And I'm sorry, it was Anthony Edwards. <laughs> I just It's just crazy that he grew to 6'8". He still yes. has that little push shot as a kid, but his touch around the rim is crazy. Very soft. His playmaking ability is insane. That vision is beautiful, man. Yo, better than Lonzo, and Lonzo has very good vision. Yes. Uh, and then once again, another guy like who plays the passing lanes because of his length. Yeah. Like he, he's he's really good already. Yeah. Like, and then watching the showdown between Carmelo Anthony and Lamelo Ball, like they 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 showed out. They yeah. really showed out. It was for for it was that game when I said if Melo can respect it, I can respect it. That's what I've been trying to tell old heads. I'm like, and I, and I and I and I always like I always like Lamelo, but I'm like his name is Lamelo, not Melo. Don't get it twisted. I mean. Carmelo's name is Carmelo, not Melo. No, no, no. We know who we know his name. We hey, younger kids are gonna call Lamelo Melo, and Mello. we need to get over that. If Carmelo ain't got a problem, and we he's shown us if he has a problem with something, he will wait outside the Celtics bus to fight you, or he will rumble you on the court, a la what he did to the Knicks. Right. Uh, Listen, Mark, it's like I told you, man. Listen, here's the thing. Like, the whole Tracy McGrady T-Mac thing. Like, when T-Mac um, was, like, in Orlando, yeah, that's T-Mac. But when he got to the Spurs, he was Tracy. Like, you got to let that go. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's still mellow. He's still mellow. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, yo. He, we're not acting like, now, we're not acting like Melo can't hoop anymore. We don't, he that just had a game where he had 10 shots, and none of those shots hit the brim at all. They were all switches. I'm like, I know. yeah. And, and he was black ball. He was blackballed from the league for what reason again? They said he was too old. Never made sense to me. I'm like, this is the all-time elite. This is the all-time leading Olympic basketball scorer. Like, the way. Isolation player. 
listen, listen here. Yeah, and the same thing is, Russell Westbrook's about to go exactly where Carmelo Anthony. I know because right. media sucks. I'm okay with that. He'll be the best backup point guard in basketball in NBA history. Why? Oh man, you guys are insane. He's gonna right, be the best player the Pistons have seen in quite some time. All right, number fourteen because I didn't pick him yet. Brandon Ingram. Okay. You had hit the sixth man of the. Mo- I mean, that's sixth man. Most improved player has fallen this far. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I still think the sky's the limit for this guy as far as offense is concerned. He's yeah. not too shabby on defense because of the Listen, I, I, I like him, but the fact that he got drafted by L.A., it halted his development like so much. It did. Yeah. It really did. Yeah, but I, I like what I see so far. Uh, still a volume score, um, but he's definitely improved. So He's definitely improved a lot, and I feel like there's still so much that he can do, especially on the defensive end. But I feel like the people I picked before him, I'm definitely going to take them away. So 14 is a good spot. That's that's the last. That's officially the last lottery pick for him, and it's an all-star and the most improved player. That's fair. All right. Uh, four, yeah, 14. Alexander uh, from, but it's cool. I mean, I did pick him over Shea. SGA. Yeah, yeah. SGA yeah. went over a lot of people, and yeah, I'm uh, happy Fre- about that. Uh, Freeman, who's 14 for you? Well, I got to pick him because it's the last lottery pick, and I'm kind of done and dirty. And no, it's not De'Aaron Fox. It is Pascal Siakam. He has fallen this far. I, Whoa, I, I forgot about him. Yeah, Siakam has fallen. You had Ingram fall. I had Pascal Siakam fall. You can make a better case for Brandon Ingram falling than I can for uh, Pascal falling. Here's the thing. I was so high on him going into the playoffs. Every time I recorded a new episode, I'm like, he is the he is the key to these playoffs. Outside of him and Anthony Davis, these are the two guys. If they turn up for their respective conferences, you'll be seeing those two teams in the finals. And I really thought the Raptors were gonna make it. Yeah, to be uh, fair, I did, and also I did pick the Raptors to come out of the East last year. So. Yeah. And I thought a big part of that was going to come down to what Pia, uh, what Siakam does. And I was right. I just thought it would be positive. And no. And that's just left a bad taste in my mouth, boss. Uh, and I just haven't recouped yet. I need to see what he could do on the playoffs. I hope we... My big problem is I felt like maybe we saw peak him way too early. And I don't want that to be the case. Because, like I said with Bam, these are the future of, like, big men. So, yeah, hopefully we didn't see the peak. Uh, he's getting in the lottery. If he would have played good in the playoffs and went to the finals, he'd probably be fifth on my board. But he, he really stunk it up. Yeah. So, we'll see. All right. And now 15. So, who wants to go first? I got one that's going to shock you guys. Okay, shoot. I got DeAndre Ayton. At fifteen, I like I like him a lot. Um, I like his size. I love the way he runs the floor. He can be a good rim protector. He does have the touch around the basket. He can shoot. He got a lot of the same talents that Embiid has, just not as polished or there yet. So I like probably ever, but yes, I like DeAndre Ayton. That's a great centerpiece to start with. Not at, number fi- at number 15, not bad. It's not bad. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not. not. But as a Suns fan, watching that draft, I'm like, cool. Luka number one. DeAndre, 
That's cool. But did you really know Luca? Yes, I actually. Yes, I did. I knew actually. Luca, and that's why I was kind of upset with the Trey Young trade. I'm like, but but this dude's been balling against grown men. This guy, he looks like he's 12. Why did we trade for this guy? Yeah. So that's that's. What, yeah, that's what I, I feel like I feel like people was like, man, look at Mario Hanosa, like he dominated. I mean, like, what do you think Luca's gonna do? I'm like, nah, nah, I'm sold on Luca. I was so wrong about Mario Hazonia. <laughs> I was so ready for him to be that guy. I remember I got him in a my team pack on 2K and I would <laughs> drop 22 with him all the time. They were like, what the heck? I'm like, yep, I had him, Devin Booker, and Towns. And those are just my young boys. I would just run everybody in my team. I was right about two out of three of those guys. Yeah. All right, number 15 for me, LaMelo Ball. Okay. Yeah. I, not really going to argue. I really thought he would fall for you guys. I'm so no, I, li I like I like his game. What we're seeing right now from the Pelicans with Lonzo, Lamelo's already doing that year one. And yeah, the only yeah. thing that Lamelo needs to do, like going forward, is improve his field goal efficiency. Once he do that, there's really nothing he can't do on the basketball court. Yeah. I feel like he's going to do more for Charlotte than what Kemba Walker ever did for. Him. Yeah, actually, no, yeah, that's 100% how I feel. You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, and all it needs to do is just get them to the playoffs twice. I'm like, congratulations, you did more than Kemba did. <laughs> oh, man, all right, with my, with my next pick, this is a tough one, because now this is when I start. Actually, no, I have this last guy, and this is when I start winging it. Uh, finally. Darren Fox. Your, your time has come. You are finally out there. I really was about to pick John Collins over him, but I just, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. The, it was really close. Uh, the Aaron Fox, like, all I could think of with him is the, uh, what's that? Longest yard line. It was like, he's fast. Like, like really fast. He's so fast. He makes fast guys look not fast. Okay. I'm like, that's the only way I can describe him. He's really fast. Cool. Next, all right, number six. That's his number one thing, and two and three thing. Um, number sixteen. Uh, nah, Jamal Murray. Why has he fallen this far? Cause man, I almost threw my iPad. Yo, wait. <laughs> Jamal Murray sixteen for me because like, outside of the lottery. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Jamal Murray, man. I thought after the bubble. That he was going to like okay. continue, like you That's see how you see how Donovan Mitchell continue and look at Utah. Like I thought, we right. were, I thought we were getting some of that from him. Yeah, and you're right. I'm thinking like, okay, you know, they'll be more put together. But man, who knew Jeremy Grant was so important to that team? <laughs> He's the only defender in the lineup. Because boy, do they struggle. Oh yeah. my gosh, who knew? But yeah, Jamal Murray is my 16th. Also, shout out to Jamal Murray. Like his decline is the only reason why Jokic is in the MVP race because he's got to do way more to win. Could you imagine if Jokic wasn't on the Nuggets and this was all on Jamal Murray? Then I'd be like, yeah, we're picking him outside the lottery. That, then I would agree. Now I'm still on the fence about this. I find this to be very disrespectful. But okay, <laughs> I, did, I did that to De'Aaron Fox. You did that to Jamal Murray. Fine, fine. I, that's just how I feel, man. 
but okay. Who, who's next? Who's going next? Oh, I'll go next. And uh, yeah. So for number 16, John Moran. I like that. So late. I, I don't think that's late. He felt like he was snubbed in the All-Star uh, race. Yeah. And I disagree with him completely. Yeah. I'm like, no. I mean, like, here's the thing. All the things you just said about the Aaron Fox, that applies perfectly with John Moran. He's just yeah. fast. Like, Cameron, I have, of course, said, terrible shooter. Like, he's just fast. He's fast. And, well, he's a murderer. That's the thing. <laughs> that Like, he murders people. That's oh. why I put him ahead of De'Aaron Fox. Nobody, De'Aaron Fox isn't cramming on everybody all the time because everybody's behind him. He's too fast. It, it's ridiculous. John Moran is fast, but you can meet him. He's just hoping you really meet him there. And I love that. It's, it's much more entertaining. Like I said, two games for the Grizzlies on league pass, one for the Kings. Uh, with my pick, I'm going John Collins. I got to go with 20 and 10. Can I ever argue with getting giving me 20 and 10? Is nope. the defense, you know, great? No, it's okay. Sometimes it's good. Uh, but like I said, these guys are like six, eight centers at this point. If John Collins just had a little bit more meat on his bones, you could make the case for playing him at center like the Heat do. You would have to tweak some of the lineup, but yeah, you could do it. Uh, I, Atlanta isn't going to be his home, I don't think. I don't know what team he fits on, but I feel like if you find the right place for him, you created another team that can make possibly a deep playoff run. He's it's been just not Atlanta. Talk. He's been in trade talks. Yeah, he's been in trade talks for me for a while. It's just never, it never felt like this was his home. So hopefully he figures it out or his age. He's going to be a great, not. he's going to be a great Detroit Pistons. <sighs> Don't wish that on him. All right, fine. You know what, I would watch Jeremy Grant and John Collins. I would watch that. I'd watch That's that. That's a lot of energy. That is a lot of energy. Not a lot of wins. Not at all. That, that's not even like, I don't, like, are they even going to dunk? Like, I'm I'm good. I don't even know if they're going to dunk. I don't know if I want to see that. Hey, if you get the right point guard, Jeremy Grant and John Collins, you can win two games in that first round. That's uh, a stretch. <laughs> that's a stretch. That's, that's a I mean, that's, that's small ball lob east. city right there. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, it's going to look good until now we're running half court sets. And I'm like, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, he was like, all right, cool. Who's playing in the first round? Joel Embiid. Oh, crap. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, all right. Then that is a stretch. So now you're in two wins. <laughs> Next. All right, number 17. Uh, is it number 17? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. All right. This is, all right. I know who it is. You know what? I'm going to go Malcolm Brogdon, actually. Hmm. Okay. Safe, safe pick. 50 40 90 guy. Yeah. Solid defense. Num- at number 17, that that's you can't do any better. You can't do any better or worse than that. You're right. You know what? Yeah, I like that. I go with the president. I'm not I'm not picking, but dang, you're right. 50 40 90 at 17 is very good. Just just to be a jerk, I'm gonna differ on that. I'm gonna go with Colin Sexton. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah. No matter how I did this draft, he had to come after De'Aaron Fox because I'm like, Brett, it's just like, 
It's Coke and Pepsi. It's almost the same thing. One's just super fast, and I feel like one is probably a better leader and defender, in my opinion. I think Colin oh. Sexton so is like going to be a better He's like, listen, I need you to know, notice the difference between these two pictures. They're the same thing. They're the same picture. After, like, uh, De'Aaron Fox cut his hair, I'm like, all right, y'all can't be changing y'all hair like that. If y'all get the same haircut, I'm not going to know the difference. It became more aerodynamic. It's, I guess so. He doesn't need to be faster. But Colin Sexton don't even pass, bro. Colin Sexton has nobody to, to pass to. That, they don't that's the to. problem. The Cavs are one of the worst offenses. Like, of course they need us. He do not swing the pill, bro. He gives the ball to Darius Garland. Who that's gonna, it. Who are we going to give it to? Oh, Kevin he gives Porter, it to Garland. Sexland. Ain't Kevin Listen, Love going to No, who's Kevin Porter's not there anymore. Who's going to swing it to Larry Kevin Love. I said Kevin Love. Ain't First of all, we're ignoring Kevin Love. I'm one of his Kevin. biggest fans. We not who's giving Kevin? him the ball. Kevin Love played like, what, two games this year? I don't think he's played. <laughs> and they got rid of Kevin Porter Jr. because they hate he's winning without LeBron. Listen, Kevin Love right now is Andre Iguodala to the Memphis Grizzlies. So, oh, my God. Oh. I always forget Iggy's in the league. Every time oh, yeah. he does something on ESPN, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's enjoying retirement. I'm like, wait, sir, you have a job. What are you doing? Go to practice. Failing <laughs> money. I'm... All right. <laughs> Mark, all right. So number 17 for you, Mark. Mine is uh, DeMontis Sabonis. Okay. That's, that's my number 17. I've messed up my whole board not taking him at, like, 12. No. Yeah. Yeah. I can't undo that. I really messed this up. Oh, well. I'm so happy we're not drafting like lineups here because I would have been so pissed. I'm like, dang, we could just ran Sabonis at the five? Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. We'll save that. We'll actually save that for next time. I would love that. Uh, can I just cut and say Sabonis is my next pick? Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sabonis is my next pick. He should have been 12th. Or like tenth. You forgot like, about him, bro. I really forgot. I forgot about him and Malcolm Brock Malcolm Brogdon. I hate the Pacers, bro. Like they're so boring. They're, they're not fun to watch. The only uh, time I watch them is when the Sixers playing. They're they're like how I felt about the Trailblazers last year. Every time I came home from work, the Trailblazers were on TV. I'm like, what the hell is this? Now every time I turn on League Pass, the first game they show me is the Pacers. Why would I want to see that? I don't want right. to see that. Tonight on ESPN, on t- t- uh, NBA on ESPN, Pacers versus Bucks at 7.30. What oh, the oh, That's so boring. I feel like I've seen that matchup eight times this season somehow. I, I would not watch that shit at all. It is so boring. It's like they have players I like, but it's not fun, bruh. We're good. Not- We're good. <laughs> um, So my 18 might be a shock. And um, my 18 is Anthony Edwards. Um, I like I like him a lot. I feel I feel like he's already a polished pro. He just he just needs to get it. It just needs to come together a little more. Like it just needs to come together a little more. I really like Anthony Edwards. I thought he was a good number one pick for Minnesota. No. Even though Free wanted Lamelo. <laughs> like, I, I just didn't good. want Anthony Edwards. I wanted Wiseman. I was like, okay, if we can't get Wiseman, take Lamelo. Anthony no. Edwards is going to be tough. Like I already 
see him next year averaging a good 20. I mean, this guy was this close about to play football, though. Yeah, because he didn't want to be a Timberwolf either. He was like, you know, I actually don't even like basketball. I'm like, bruh, why are you trying so hard not to be here? Yeah, but I, I I like I like him a lot. I like Anthony. He already moves like a pro pro. He does. Like, he does. He, he, just more, he just needs to. Even, even I'm talking about his game. Like like if you see him on like a street ball court, he's gonna annihilate anybody. Yeah. Like he's he's a he's a hooper. I really enjoy his game. His athleticism. His shooting form. Shooting so, form is really good. That's why he falls in love with taking jumpers sometimes. Yeah. Lately, he's been attacking the rim, and I'm like, that's where your game starts. And, it starts at the rim. He gets to the bucket at will. I think yeah. he has a bright future. So no, I'm, he he does. It's at 18. I, I like him a lot. I just, I just still wanted Lamelo. Best thing about Anthony Edwards, I'll say this. Uh, have you looked at any of his interviews? He don't really say much. He give me Marshawn Lynch vibes. No, no, no. But when he does talk, it's the funniest crap any player can say. I was like, yo, these Gen Z guys are hilarious. I saying. love this dude. And, and like, it's those I, moments where he gives you Marshawn Lynch vibes. Yeah, and I'm like, you know like, what? This is somebody that the locker room is gonna like. Like when you get traded to the team, first guy you're probably gonna talk to is him because I mean, we're Timberwolves. We suck. He's our best player. And you're like, no, this guy's pretty fun. You're going to want to hang out with him. You might want to stay in Minnesota. And then you'll go outside and be like, ah, oh, shit. But, hey. <laughs> All right. Number 18. I'm going to go Tyler Hero. Okay. Ooh. The great white hype. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. When we're talking about shooting forms, I feel like whenever he shoots that three ball, it's going to go in. And I feel like still the best is yet to come when it comes to exploring. I feel like when he finally gets those range, he's going to be a 20 to 25 point per game score. Because the the hardest part of the game is like the three point. I said 20, between 20 to 25. All right, I'm giving I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying we're in a league where it's like we got three guys right now who are in the top three scoring at 30. Scoring is only going to keep going up. So eventually Tyler Hero is going to be the number one option for that offense. Probably and like Bam's going to feed off that. So I like Tyler Hero at 18. Okay. This this was a guy that the Heat wouldn't trade to the Rockets for James Harden. Uh, I'm just going to let that speak for itself. They see a lot in this kid. What he did before the finals in the playoffs, especially against uh, I forgot which number game it was against Celtics. Fantastic. Uh, when he catches fire, hopefully he can be a consistent guy one day with it. But when he does catch fire, there's really nothing you can do against that Heat team. Because and now also, Duncan Robinson is open. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I'm more importantly, like, I love the interviews that he does with Taylor Brooks. Like, that's a guy who has a great personality. And in fact, he he's yeah. in a her, her destination in Miami. That's where people's going to play, go down and play with him. You're not wrong about this. I, I guess we are at that point. I, I was wondering when Tyler Harrow was going to get picked. I'm like, if I pick him in my top 20, am I going to get clowned? Uh, I'm not really sure if he's going to be one of my next three picks. But I'm going to go with a weird pick here because I just think defense is important. Um, I'm going to go Jonathan Isaac here. That's not a bad hmm. pick. He's Jonathan, hurt. yeah. He's hurt. He'll be back. 
But what we saw last year, he was one of the best defensive players in the league. He was the best player on the Orlando Magic last year. Obviously, it's Vucevic this year, all-star, in my opinion, and most people should be. Uh, but Jonathan Isaac was the best player on the Magic last year. Him getting hurt, uh, I'm like, he's probably going to miss the whole season. Yeah, he is, for safety. I think when he comes back, he'll probably be in the most improved player race. He might make an all... No, he should make an all-NBA defensive team. This yeah. is a guy, he's a glue guy. Yeah. I think he has good personality. Did he say something a little boneheaded last year when it was not the right time to say that? Uh, yeah. But other than that, I think he's a serious glue guy. Honestly, like, I feel like the Magic, like, has a bunch of good young pieces. They just need to trade Vucevic and just, like, go full young. Like, I feel like... Aaron Gordon, too. He's not good at anything. Yeah, him, too. Like, like, just get rid of everybody. Like, what if Isaac Griffin never got better? That's Aaron Gordon. Damn. (laughs) What if Blake Griffin was smaller and never got better? Yeah. What if what, what if what if he just had Thaddeus Young on his rookie year for like oh, six years? I can't wait to the year I can look at like you know stat sheets and not come across Thaddeus Young in the box score. I'm like, oh my god, he's still going. Oh, he, he getting that money, bro? Oh my god, he was the only person in 2K history I don't recall ever being able to score a basket with. I'm like, what is he good at? Not even a layup? Not no, because he's not fast enough to get to the rim. And if he's he not does a good get shooter there, either. <laughs> yeah, he's not strong enough to dunk on the centers. I'm like, what are you good at, bro? I'm a good character guy. I'm like, that's not enough. But it is what it is. Hold on, I'll be right back. Uh, Marco, what was your pick? All right, cool. What number are we on? I believe this is... Should it be 19? Oh, 19, 19. So my, my 19 pick... It's Jonathan Brogdon. I'm not Jonathan. Malcolm Brogdon. (laughs) Going Malcolm Brogdon for my 19th pick. As Chris alluded to earlier, you know, 50, 40, 90 guy. He can he can lights it up, but ain't nobody checking for the Pacers. Um, I'm actually kind of shocked that we have him as low as he is, but it's not a bad pick. Being in the top 20, he's definitely one of those guys who's going to be in the um, in the NBA for quite some time because of his abilities and being able to knock down the wide open shot, being able to hit that three ball, knock down a free throw when you need it, and get teammates involved, and then can occasionally play some defense as well. So that's why I put Malcolm Brogdon in that situation at uh, number 19. That, here's the thing. Malcolm Brogdon should have went a lot sooner for pretty much all of us. Maybe even Chris. He picked him the earliest. But like you said, nobody's checking for the Pacers. Nope. I completely forgot how young Malcolm Brogdon and Sabonis are. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, they, they were. They came in the bin year. Were they both second round picks? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon was. Brogdon was. Sabonis was a late first round pick. Okay. I guess that's why I missed them. But I went through the list of all these drafts, and their names, for some reason, did not jump off to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to pick him as well. Because yeah, we put disrespect on uh, him and Sabonis. But yeah, 50-40-90 guy. You can't fight efficiency, and he can lead your offense if need be. Yeah. 
So, I, yeah, I, so that's definitely my pick right there. It's definitely Malcolm Brogdon for uh, uh, number 19. 19? Yeah. Okay. And uh, for me, number 19, going to go DeAndre Eaton. Okay. Listen, I'm a little, I'm a little, listen, as a Suns fan, I'm a little sour. Although I felt like he should have been a lot better. He should be a 20 or 10 guy at this point. Yeah, I don't know. People have well, suspended twenty-five games last year. Like he's still, he's still figuring it out. Like, yeah. Here's here's the thing. Yeah, but it's like when, I'm watching, I'm watching Luca and I'm watching Trey. I'm like, you should at least, at the very least, John Collins is averaging more points than you. At this point. <laughs> I'm like, dog, come on. You got the best pick and roll guy, Chris Paul. Give me at least 18. Yeah, he's so definitely regressed this year. It's like, as much as you talk about Ben Simmons is scoring, DeAndre Ayton should be averaging a lot more. And more importantly, he has a better face-up game, and he's starting to slowly like expand his range. He should be averaging more than 13. Well, his, his attempts and minutes are down this season, so I wonder what that is about. But, I mean, as of right now, he's doing what he can to help the Phoenix Suns currently hold the number two seed in the Western Conference. So, you know, it looks like his his rebounds are about the same. Just he's not getting those same opportunities on offense because you got to look at it. Like, Mikel Bridges has moved up. Now you got Chris Paul there, and we all know how Devin Booker is going to get his shots up. So, I mean, technically, he's not even, like, truly an option for those guys. He's They've kind of made him a straight-up defender and rim protector. You're not wrong, but... I just, I've never liked the I, need, I need more than 13 in the half. Just like you need more from Ben 14, Simmons. No, 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 no. Listen, like, just like you need more from Ben Simmons, I need more from DeAndre Eaton. Number one pick in the draft. You're right. Number one pick, right? Yeah. yeah. You're right. I just never thought he should have been the number one pick. I was like, I always thought it was going to be Luka. I'm like, guys, DeAndre is okay. People's like, no, you compare him to Joel and Bead. I'm like, no. No. God damn it. I'm like, no. Oh, I'm God. like, that's not the right comparison. I don't know what it is, but it's not that. I was like, Luke is clearly the number one pick. But if you're wondering why I hate that draft, DeAndre Eaton is the reason why I hate it. That's, all right, number 20. All right, let's. Uh, who was I going to take? I can't remember. Somebody. Oh, oh no, I know what I'm going to take. Another controversial one. Hey, hey. One more. This is the last plug for League Pass. Please get it. Watch the Kings once a week. Tyrese Halliburton. I'm going with him. I called it. I No, don't. No, no. Fix your face. Fix your face. Tyrese <laughs> Halliburton is going to go down as one of the best players of this draft. Maybe the second best player in this draft if he really gets to turn it up. Tyrese Halliburton, I called it going into the draft. I, when I watched him fall and the Hawks once again didn't take somebody I wanted. Uh, when I saw the Knicks pass, when I saw the Hawks pass, when I saw the Bulls say to themselves, you know what? No, Kobe White's good enough to be the running mate. I'm like, no, get Tyrese Halliburton. Defense already plays like he's a veteran. The weirdest form, even weirder than LaMelo Ball's form, efficiency on a three-point. But not as weird as Michael Kidd Gilchrist, though. Oh, well, he had no business shooting the basketball. We, we talking about guys who can make a shot. You're not, you're not going to make that. Uh, can run your offense. Doesn't have to do it that much because of Darren Fox, but they take, they take turns, and Buddy Hill doesn't help out because he just doesn't move anywhere. Um, except, except the three-point line. 
Yeah, and then you have who who's their center again? Another Sharp guy who's taking a no no their power forward. Another guy oh, taking a front of Luka. Yeah, they have Marvin Bagley there just existing for some reason. If you put better pieces around, you will see Tyrese Halliburton be good. And I'm not saying he's going to make all those pieces be better or they're going to make him better. I'm saying put the pieces there and they start winning games and get on TV. You're going to see how good this kid is. He was the most pro-ready player. He was ready for this. And people are like, yeah, he's got a funny name. What does that have to do with anything? The boy can hoop. He's what I thought Killian Hayes was going to do. But as soon as he went to Detroit, I knew it was over. Sacramento, you have a chance. The Aaron Fox proved that. You have a chance. Tyrese Halliburton has rose to the occasion. Oh, Put Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley, another guy after 2010. DeAndre Ayton. Supposed to be. Yeah. I never yeah. understood. Here's the thing. Luka Doncic, you can argue he obviously should have been number one pick. We all knew that. Uh, afterwards, I never once knew or thought that Marvin Bagley was a top five pick. I'm like, except Vladdy Divac. Yeah. He was like the guy who took over Luka Doncic, uh, Jaron Jackson, Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, How but did he what? forget? <laughs> uh, they couldn't give Chris Webb. All right, but uh, as far as right, number 20. I got. Um... I Oh, go ahead. So go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. All right. I think it's a forgotten man. And I had to double check to make sure what year he got drafted. He just made the cut. Fred Van Fleet. Oh, snap. Oh, my goodness. I messed up. What? First of all, can I just say, Fred Van Fleet had one of the worst moments ever in that game seven when he took the last shot. I was I was sitting there because I had money on the Raptors. <laughs> I had like $120 on that, and I'm seeing them force up this terrible so much. What are you, my money? What are you doing? No one else could, like, no one else was able to pull that shot off, man. Like, that, then why are we taking that shot? That's a bad shot. In the words of Paul George, that's a bad shot. Oh, man. Oh, that no, was a bad that. shot, bro. The Van Van Fleet at 20, the man is averaging career highs in nearly every single level. He's taking over that offensive scoring load as Kyle Lowry begins to phase out. He's getting paid to do that. I hope that he should be doing that. Yeah, I'm just saying, dog. Fred Listen, Fred from 52nd Street, 52nd Market. And also, him shooting those threes during the NBA Finals was also a reason why they won the championship. Sure, Kawhi Leonard had a lot to do with that. The presence was there. Kyle Lowry sure in 25. But Red Fan Fleet giving that consistent three-point threat was also the key to that finals as well. And also with him at number 20, you could do a lot worse than Red Van Fleet at 20. Yeah. I just that's just not a guy I see myself starting the franchise with. Like, I'm good. Are you sorry, Tyrese Maxey? Hell no. <laughs> Miles Bridges. Nah. Look, Miles. My guy, my number 20 is Michael Porter Jr. I like the Michael. Upside Jr. is very good. The upside is very good. Yeah. Like, Listen, that, and even, you're just banking on potential at that point. And that's really good potential. Six foot ten, seven foot five wingspan. That's that's something to build upon. But it is. From what I've seen but from what I've seen so far, from what I know, 
He's not even a thought for me. He's a bucket. He's a bucket. Uh, maybe if he was on the Kings, yeah, it'd be really fun to watch. Like replace uh, Buddy Hill with him. You know, do that. I would love that. That, I would love it. That that could work for them. They should. They should talk for both teams. That works, in my opinion. Yeah, they should talk about it. That that could definitely work. Yeah, Yeah, it lets Michael Porter Jr. spread his wings. You didn't have no defense with Michael Porter Jr. Uh, you ain't getting no defense with Buddy Hill. You're just getting the fastest to a thousand threes of all yep. time. Yeah, and it's like with Buddy Hill, you don't got to worry about You got Jamal Murray and Jokic in this year in your offense. So all Buddy Hill's got to do is just camp out at the three point line while they do that pick and roll and pick and pop. So well, you know and that's all he was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> he's more than good for that. Uh, but yeah, that's my 20, Michael Porter Jr. Okay. All right, 20, I'm going to go with defense here. No, uh, uh, no, you pick Halliburton at 20. Oh, yeah, my fault, my fault. This is, uh, can I start 21 then? Is it yeah, starting 21? Uh, I'm going to go defense here. DeJounte Murray, I'm going to go with him. I forgot all about him. Okay. Yeah, DeJounte Probably Murray. my favorite player on the Spurs right now. He is my favorite player. Even though, uh, what's his name? Uh, DeRozan's been playing good this year. You could have made like an all-star pitch for him. You could have made one. Would you have gotten him in? No, but you could have did it. Um, DeJounte Murray is a very underrated defender. If you just tune in on League Pass, I'm telling you, just tune in. Watch this kid lock up. He can no, do it. If he no, was point, I feel like we should have League Pass at this point. Pretty much. I, it's the best thing to happen to me. Like, there's nothing to do but to crack over the bear and watch a random team. Just tune in and watch some basketball. DeJounte Murray is one of the most underrated defenders in the league, and Spurs Reddit will let you know it. They it's love crazy. this man. It's crazy because you're selling it so hard. <laughs> you're selling it so hard. Like, I'm, I, now I'm, I'm looking in the league past prices right now. I'm telling you, it really is because – they don't always have the most interesting games on. Like like we said, Pacers versus Bucks. No, I don't want to see that. I don't want that. No, you can go that. watch DeJounte Murray. Oh, you can go that. watch the rest of that young Spurs team with two old heads who are just like, look, we'll get you mid-range buckets. Everything else is y'all. You can watch the Kings with a very exciting backcourt, but they do absolutely nothing better or anything else. You can watch John Morant kill people on live television. Like, it's it's worth it. The best games are not on TNT. It's no, not I, always the case. No, I believe that. Yeah, there's so many blowouts on TNT. It's ridiculous. But somebody who's going to stop those is Jante Murray. He's really just a lockdown defender. If he can work on his passing, his playmaking in general, I think he could be some one of those key cog guys to a deep uh, uh, a deep playoff run where you're just like, damn, how do we forget about this guy? No, you didn't forget. You never knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in that Rondo mode. Exactly. He reminds me so much of him sometimes. It's just like I said, if he gets the playmaking, he can really be a cut from that claw. But you know, I like, he's still young. Yeah. That's a good pick. I do like him and Derek White. But uh, because the fact that I've put this man off so much, I gotta go Colin Sexton at 21. Oh, okay. Yeah, he bad. did fall this far. That's fair, though. I think it's pretty fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I just knew I was gonna take Sexton right after De'Aaron Fox, because I'm like, they're the same thing, bro. Right? They're not, yeah. but I hear you. <laughs> they're not, but they are. 
they're not far from each other. I mix them up sometimes. I'm like, yeah, he's averaging. Wait, no, that's the. Oh wait, part. hold on. They both shaved their heads. What's going on? <laughs> that no, I'm not like I joked before, but I mean it. That messed me up. I'm like, come on, man. You guys, are, somebody's got to grow something. Come on, dog. One plays for Cleveland. One plays for Sacramento. How can you Whoa. get mixed? They're both trash teams. That's how I mix it up. Yeah, but but one's a trash team in California, so they got you know shit to do. And like one's a real estate. There's a whole lot to do in Cleveland. Did you know like, the Superman they, was invented in Cleveland? They came up with Superman in Cleveland. Did you know oh, that? Yeah. What the rock? You, what? You can oh, go down well, to Canton, well, Ohio. You could go down there. Lot to do in Cleveland. Cleveland's well, fun for the yeah, whole well, family. One year, hold on, didn't one year like Cleveland's lake was set on fire? Or yes, something? the yeah. lake did catch on fire. Yes. Only so Cleveland is LeBron James and Drew Carey. Other than Drew that, Drew Carey I, show. I Cleveland rocks. Care. I don't even care. Kid Cuddy's from uh, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's hey, fun hey, for the whole family. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, get shout outs to my boy Baker Mayfield. Giving Cleveland their first playoff win since the nineties. There I we was, go. I was going to say the trending Miz. up. The Miz. <laughs> the Miz from Cleveland. Hey. Cleveland's great for the whole family. Come visit. What number are we on? <laughs> At least we're not Detroit. <laughs> we're not Detroit. What uh? What, num- what, num- what number are we on? We're at twenty-one. Okay, we're at twenty-one. Uh, what was your pick, Mark? I'm a, twenty-one. I'm John Collins, twenty-one. Thank you. Thank you. Put, put a little respect on his name. I, 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 like, I like him, so I ain't, I ain't mad. I ain't I, mad. I, at him. I'm not even going to go all into it. We already talked about him, so that's my guy, John Collins at twenty-one. Yeah, okay. Much, now, right, and now we're at twenty-two. If you want to start it off, Mark. Twenty-two, Colin Sexton. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, for my pick, I'm gonna I'm going defense yet again. Uh, Michael Bridges or Michael Bridges, well, however you say his name, I don't Mikkel, care. Michael Bridges. Whatever. whatever. I really, yo. The one, that went, the one that went to Villanova or the one that went to Michigan State? Villanova. No, that's Miles Bridges. The one who went to State. Yeah, yeah, Miles Bridges. Uh, he's the, the one who catches all the mellows. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's the thing with Bridges. Where DeAndre Ayton has sort of fallen off, Bridges has stepped up. And I love that. I tuned in for some Suns games. Uh, can't say the word, but out of spite, just because I want to see them lose so I could sort of just subtweet Chris. Uh, but no, they're obviously playing really good basketball. Bridges is a big part of that. He's much more than a 3 and D guy now. Now the defense has gotten better. He's adjusted to the pro game a lot in these, what, last three years? Gotta yeah. give him credit, or two years. Is it two? I'm not even sure. But he's adjusted a lot. Uh, he's putting the ball on the ground. He's putting it on the floor now, and he's creating for himself, which he could not do. And I don't blame yeah. him. Nova Cats don't really get a chance to do that too often. Um, the fact that he can do that, and he has Chris Paul there to set him up, and he's hitting his three way more consistently. I'm like, this is one of, like I said about DeJounte Murray, where I'm like, this is going to be a guy in the playoffs where you're like, wow, he's like a key cog to the team. Why didn't we realize that? That's Bridges this season. I guarantee that in the playoffs, you're going to hear his name brought up in the game plan. Yeah. And uh, for me, number 23, uh, because you brought him up earlier, DeAndre Murray. This guy's definitely going to be down the line, first team all NBA defender. 
yeah. does every he does the dirty things and like I like like Charles Barkley brought up years ago about the Denver Nuggets when they had like Iverson and Melo. He was like they don't have enough guys to do the dirty work. Deontay Murray does all the dirty work things, like all the stuff that doesn't show up in the stat sheet. He does that. So every guy needs somebody like that. Like you can, yeah. So offense is always going to be at a premium. There's going to be a bunch of guys doing that. You stay longer in the league, even though if you're not a lead scorer, you stay longer in the league if you play great defense. And Murray's that. This is true. Yeah. And number twenty-three, my pick. Uh, I'm all the thing, and funny enough, uh, Mikel Bridges. Hey, listen, we traded him on draft night. At least we got Zaire Smith. Oh, wait, we traded him for Tony Bradley, and we're Zaire Smith now. Yeah, that, that was, was a, bad bad. a bad one. We traded him during his interview when he got drafted with his like, mom and, back to him. Yeah, and his mom worked for the Sixers. I'm like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. and it's like. But like, thinking about it, I'm like, yo, like, I know it's not supposed to be funny. Like, this is really messed up. And I'm like, like why? <laughs> I he said it here. the next day when I came to work, I was like, yeah, six is going to ruin the day they did this. And yeah, it'd be really yeah. nice to have him there. It would make Matisse Thibault a little expendable, but whatever. Bridges shoots consistently now. I was like, yeah, if we had him now, like Danny Green be gone right oh, now yeah. trade. He'd oh, be yeah. our starting three right now. He would be. And then we uh trade uh Danny Green for Kyle Lowry and then I'd be happy. I mean if it makes you guys feel better that pick that we got back turned into Maxi. Yeah, true. I didn't even think of it that way. We it kinda, we it kinda, it kinda doesn't make me feel better. Yeah, it right? Does. I was it I was throwing that out there. No, yeah. it makes me feel better. We needed like a shot creator off the bench. Is he creating shots? For himself. <laughs> okay. No, that's he's not a shot creator, he's a slasher. He is a slasher, but it, it comes up on the stat sheet as a shot like, creator. Like, 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 Shake, like Shake is a shot creator. Yes. That's why I said, right. is he creating shots? <laughs> For himself. I mean, we'll take I mean, hell, he, he got 39 playing 41 minutes at one time. I'm like, he'll always have that. Um, we on 23, right? Yeah, 23. Uh, Tyler Hero. Mm. No, no yeah. go into it. We already talked about him. I just feel like he's a flash in the pan. Nah, he's, he's a sharpshooter. He gives me Devin Booker vibes. He, he gives me young Devin Booker vibes. So, uh, and it's crazy because that's who he idolized. It was one of his, it was one of the people he idolized, and he's in the league. That's so weird. How old am I now? Well, no. I mean, Tyler Hero's probably, what, 19? 20, he's, Devin he's, Booker, he's like 20 now, I believe. How old is Devin Booker? 25. Oh, he's 25 now? Yeah. Oh, man. Let me, yeah. let me double check. Devin Booker's a bucket, though. Like, Yeah, he, I just feel he, old. He really, he really plays the game at his pace. Oh, he'll be 25 in October. Okay, so yeah, Devin Booker's still a young boy. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. We sh- yeah, that 2015 yeah. draft is always going to piss me off. Never Devin gonna Booker should be a yeah, he should be a sixer right now. So no, draft you little. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, all right. Anyway, Freeman, your your pick for twenty three. Uh, I'm gonna keep with the trend of defense here. Uh, I'm going Jared Allen 
Ooh. really thought he was a nice little throw in. The fact that the Cavs were able to get him, that's when I knew I was like, Andre Drummond stays a number. Um, like, oh, yeah. I, I knew right then and there. I wasn't surprised when they told him, hey, don't show up to work anymore. Look, I've been there before. That happens. But hey, at least you got to make 20 million plus the whole time. Uh, here's the thing Jared Allen, great locker room presence. Really smart. Like, I don't know why. I. It's the Brooklyn Nets Reddit. Uh, he builds computers. He be hanging out with fans. He's like super into NASA stuff. He don't, he really don't look good. like the type. He does look like the type who does that. Look at his hair. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't think of him as a nerdy dude like that. I didn't know like he's built like five computers. He does he's got like, the best. He does got the best fro in the league. Yeah, best fro. I miss when they used to have a samurai headband and he wore that with it. I was like, yeah. yo, he's got the number one headband. This is Afro Samurai. This is awesome. Uh, on the defensive end, great. There's nothing bad I can say about him on defense. He's just an annoying presence completely. Any chance that you had of going to the rim is now in question. At least you have to think about it. Unless you're like the elite elite, like a Zion or somebody like Giannis. Uh, even with even being Giannis, I've seen Jared Allen get in the way of anything. And that's his number one skill. He don't care about getting dunked on. He contests everything. That is true. You need that as a defender, a la Zaza Pachulia. Hmm. That's funny. That's my All right. case. All right. So we're at number 24 now. And uh, I'll go first. Since Freeman wants to, you know, now be, you know, defensive oriented, I'm going to go defense also. Uh, OG Abinobi. Ah, that was my next pick. Oh, man, that's a good one. Listen, improve this offense, improve this three-point shooting, and this guy is definitely going to be in the conversation for all um, NBA All-Defense. So yeah. he's, he's a glue guy. He's a glue guy that you need. This guy made the game-winning shot put Toronto back in the series against Boston last year. Yep. He just got to yep. stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. No, like, because I know he was sick watching his team win a championship when he was on the sidelines being hurt. I've, I've warned people going into the playoffs uh, last year. OG Adenobi is one of the players you want to look out for that you might not have known about, but you're going to know about him pretty soon. And like you said, he had the moment where it hits the game winner pops back in everybody knows who he is now uh you're right he is gonna be one of the you know nba all defensive members probably for a couple years to come uh nick nurse is just he's creating all these defenders and i love it and more importantly like maja yuri just knows how to get these guys like og pascal red van fleets uh chris boucher is definitely going to be next up also oh, so uh, yeah Torch the Sixers like a week or so ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for 24, for me, this might be a little bit of a shock, um, but I'm going Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. Is um, yeah, I, I like him. You know, even though he had his injuries and whatnot, but before yeah. his injury, him and John Morant had Memphis looking tough. Like they had got as high to the, as the sixth seed last season. Like, they were looking good before Jaron Jackson Jr. got hurt. So I'm hoping he comes back 100% healthy and be able to play alongside John Morant again and get that dynamic duo going again. So that's my yeah. number uh, 24. Yeah, See, I, I felt, Oh, go ahead. 
Uh, I feel like, you know, him getting hurt when they went to the bubble, I think that was the major reason why they didn't end up getting that number eight spot because they really missed his presence on the inside. Oh, a ton. A ton. I've just, ever since him and uh, Miles Bridges have been in the league, I always mix them up for some reason. I don't really have a logical reason why. They don't even look the same. Uh, they don't look the same. <laughs> not the same height. Like, they play two I, different positions. Two different conferences. I just, <laughs> I, I just mix them up. Here's my problem with Jaron Jackson Jr. His rebounding is terrible. I keep yes. thinking he's like six seven, six eight, and I mix him up with Bridges, who is six eight. I'm like, no, Jaron Jackson's the taller one. Why does Bridges have better rebounding numbers? I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Well, you have Valanciunas getting all the rebounds. No, no, we, this is the second time we made an excuse for a player like this who has so much athleticism. And with Zion, we we could say, oh well, he's six seven. We can't do that for Jaron Jackson Jr. You have athleticism and height. Go get the boards. What are you averaging 5.6 for? Like, what are you doing? It's not really 5.6. It's 6.2. It's not enough. It's not <laughs> enough. You're 6'10 and athletic. What are you doing? He doesn't have the instincts, and somebody's got to coach that into him. All right. Well, we're All also right. talking about uh, Memphis here, but I doubt yeah. that. All right. Number 25. So we got five more picks to go. Um, I'm. I'm going to be in agreement with Free, uh, Jared Allen. He does everything right on the defensive end. Solid rebounder. Always knows the spots. Contests everything. And I feel like if there is ever a weird reason why the Nets are not in the NBA Finals, it's because they don't have Jared Allen. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. He's just like you look at the void on defense for the Nets, and it's, uh, yeah, you got swindled out of Jared Allen. Yeah, you lost your only defender. Really? You really did. Hey, hey. They got a... Uh, they got a uh, Shump. Didn't he get he cut? Got, he got cut, bro. <laughs> you saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, like, you got Norman Pell. Oh, wait, he got cut, too. Yeah, that's well, pretty good. We're Sixers fans. We, we saw that coming. Yeah. They're just making, like... What's it called? Freaking space for the buyout market. That's yeah, if they, if they cash in on that, then yeah, that's why they won. But yeah. that hardly ever works out. Yeah. Well, it depends oh. on who they get. Who we got next? Where, where right, we at? Um, yeah, 25. So, um, 25. I got Jaron Allen. So, if you or Mark want to go next. I'll go next. Uh, Lori Markman from Chicago. Ooh, that's I'll a good one. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't forget about him. He's been playing absolutely fantastic for Chicago. I mean, Chicago, I mean, even though Zach Levine has been playing well, can't forget about Laurie Markman. He's one of the reasons they're playing so well, shooting almost 40% from the field. He's, got a, um, he's averaging a career-high 19 points per game right now. Um, yeah. The only thing is, you know, his injuries. And yeah. he also did not commit to Chicago for the long term. So that's one of the reasons why he has been on the trade block. But... He's been playing absolutely stellar for that team. That's what I was going to say about him. I'm like, he's balling out so hard because he's trying to build up that resume so he can get to a nice team after this because he's not going to be back in Chicago. But I like that pick. I'll do you one better. I'm going to go with, where is he at? Mitchell Robinson. Okay. I'm going to go with him. Yo, the Knicks are legit. I'm just going to come out and say it. You went defense like the last six players. I really like defense. Um... 
I went with all the scores in the beginning because that's what basketball is about. It's about putting the, you know, ball in the hoop. But defenders come playoff time, you're really going to wish you had them. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, he's going to be in the playoffs this year. And I don't know. I think he could be a, a very big problem for certain teams in the East. Not going to say no names, but, you know, there's a team that uh, doesn't have a center. And they're going to kind of wish they did when they go up against Mitchell Robinson. Look, great great rebounder on both ends. Can finish at the rim. I don't like his tapes of him in the stomach where he's working on his handle and crossing up people and pick up games. I'm like, sir, sir, you crossed up a guy who works at Papa John's. That doesn't count. And not to mention, like, Thibodeau's not going to let you do that in actual Exactly. Game. Exactly. Well, I was confused all summer. I was like, you know none of this shit is going down, right? But wait, it's okay for Mitchell Robinson to cross up guys who play for Papa John's, but Jordan can't do it? I don't get it. But who? Jordan. Jordan? Mm-hmm. That's the talent he played against. Oh, stop. Stop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Stop. It was funny because I'm watching The Last Dance right now. I'm like... How did these niggas suck? I'm sorry. Bro, they don't even contest shots. They don't. I mean, he was really fast, but I'm like, yo, this is the era where you can hit him. And they wasn't touching and him. They, the and they don't do it. They did bro, change the rules, but still. Only, only the pistol. Well, most, most teams didn't have, well, the athleticism was really disparaging back then. Like, they had Greg Elo. He was like, all right, Craig Elo, go after him, I'm like, Wait, are you serious? Who? Craig <laughs> Elo. Exactly. I watched the last dance like when it came out. So it's like, I was just watching some like, yo, this is, this is wild. <laughs> There's a lot of defenders where you're just like, yo, he don't ring no bells. That's the yeah, problem. Like, district manager. And then they're I mean, pre zero I mean, uh, supersonics. And they're like, how about we put the defensive player of the year on him? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> and they win back-to-back games. I'm like, you moron. Yeah. Right. I, didn't to, I didn't mean to throw us off, but Jordan really didn't right. nobody. But You're yeah. right. Palmer's uh, all right. Next. Next. All right, that's our Jordan slander for this uh, edition. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, number 26. I'm actually going to go with Mitchell Robinson's teammate. Uh, Mitchell Robinson's teammate. I'm going to go with R.G. Barrett. <sighs> Whoa! Yeah, he's playing better this year. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, right. Like, like, I, I, I have to make sure One of the biggest things is like it's kind of like the Kobe White effect. This guy, this guy can do everything. Like he can create his own shot. The issue was efficiency. His efficiency has slightly been going up, but the one thing that I do like, this guy was shooting fifty percent for free throws in college. And I'm like, you're a shooting guard. You shouldn't be this bad at shooting free throws. It was 61% this rookie year. It jumped up to 72% this yeah, year. Yeah. That's the biggest discrepancy there. Uh, so, like, if you continue that, he's going to be 80% free throw shooter by the time, like, his 22nd birthday. So, I like what I see from him so far. I feel like the more, like, his efficiency goes up, the score is going to be going up as well. He can score the Yeah. That was always his thing going into, even going into college. It was like, look, he's the hardest worker in this class. And he's proven it. But I I don't know. He didn't have the God-given ability like Zion. He doesn't have, like, any of the crazy, you know, just intangibles. But he works harder than everybody. 
Yeah, that, and that's the thing. Like he's been the second fiddle. He's been the second fiddle ever since college. He was second yeah. fiddle to Zion, Zion and Duke, and now he's second fiddle to Julius Randle in New York. But he's going to continue to improve his game. So even when he's a second fiddle or like a second option, he's going to be a really efficient second option when he puts it all together. You know, yeah, that, that's really it. If he just keeps that thing that got him here, which is the hard work, that third pick really seems like it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just not sold on anything, but I think come the playoffs, I'll probably change my mind. He's not in my top thirty, but that might change. I was I was in the minority of of like I actually liked him coming out of Duke, but oh. like because of uh, because of you know that Duke lineup, he was never going to be showcased that enough yeah. for like people to like really like. All right, this is this is a guy that's going to be a building block. I didn't think so, his fit was good with Zion either. It was just a yeah, whole bunch yeah. of talent in one team. Yeah. I think if Cam Reddish was the second option there, it would have flowed a little better. But eh. yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep going defense. Okay. Uh, I'm going local cat, DeAndre Hunter. When he. Now, this is a big reason why Lloyd Pierce got fired, I feel like. DeAndre Hunter was balling before he got hurt. And. He's a great defender, in my opinion. I think he's going to be one of those like guys where we look at, oh, yeah, this is why John Collins is gone, because we can run this guy. He's got a wider wingspan. He's easier to coach, I feel like. Uh, he's not as fast as John Collins, but he has way more control of the ball. Mm-hmm. He can put it on the floor. His shot got so much better starting out the season. I'm hoping that wasn't just a fluke. So whenever he comes back, he can keep that going. It's not going to be in the playoffs. We're not going to see it then. But next yeah. season, um, he, he just has all the boxes there. We just don't have a really big sample size of what he's like when he's got it going. Okay. Hopefully, we'll get next year. What number was that? 26. 26. You go already, Chris? Yeah. Um, I told you, R.J. Barrett. Okay. I'm uh, Lonzo Ball. For 26. Mm-hmm. That's a good I, pick. I still like Lonzo, um, even though his brother has come onto the scene, kind of stole his shine. But Lonzo's still a quality point guard in the NBA. Yes. Um, his three point shooting percentage isn't the greatest, but he shoots it. He's not worried about that. He's still one of the best defenders, playmakers. As of late, pretty hot from uh, the three strike. Yeah, he had like one game last week. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, ever since, ever since he left LA. His game has definitely gotten better because he has free reign to run that offense now. Right. And hey, and don't forget a lot of them highlights Zion get is because Lonzo's throwing them to him. So I, I got I got Lonzo at number twenty six for me. Yeah. I like All that. Right. Ever since he got put up in trade uh talks, he's balling. So well, like, he's, yeah. he's he's still up in trade talks because just like Lori Markman, he already told New Orleans I'm not coming back. Yeah, he's not gonna be there. Yeah. So he's gonna be an unrestricted free agent coming this offseason. Yeah. And uh, all right, number 27, I'll start it off. And it's going to continue to what uh, Mark had on. I'm Lonzo Ball for me. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh. Uh, Lonzo Ball, I've always defended him. I think he's a real good player. Uh, I think he just hasn't been in the best situations. I don't think he's found the right coach for him either. Yeah. As a point oh, guard, being with the right coach is very important. Yeah. So, like, him and Ingram fell into the same trap. They both were number two overall picks, and they went to possibly the worst situation ever that demands, you know, these guys to be like Kobe Bryant right off the bat. So I think both of them going to New Orleans 
uh, them able to be able to work on their game, work on what's able to be their strong suits, has definitely benefited both of them. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. yeah. So, so Lonzo for twenty-seven for you? Uh, no, not not quite yet. I'm gonna go with. Ooh, this is a tough one. Cause I already know where I'm gonna put Lonzo. Only four spots left. I know, but I I feel the same about all these guys. That's why it's weird. Alright, I'm gonna go Miles Bridges. Uh I just think he's a he's a perfect running mate right now. Like he's just perfect for where he's at. And I think that's the only reason I can put him on here. I think if he was with another team with more established players, he wouldn't get the shine that he gets running with LaMelo. Um, but this is the perfect place for him to be. I think him and LaMelo are just going to be on the same team for a good eight years, honestly. I wouldn't want to yeah. break up the tandem. If this is how it looks now, as these two get smarter, especially LaMelo as a point guard playing more and more minutes every season, he's just going to get better. That's going to make Miles Bridges better. And I I, I got to put him in the top 30 somewhere. I'm going to put him here. That's not okay. bad. Yeah, that's not bad. All right. All right, Mark, what you got? Uh, for 27, I got Kobe White. I like him from mm. Chicago. I think he's a he's a he's a all right point guard. Um, I like the way he can knock down a wide open shot. He's definitely a scorer. He can mm-hmm. score the ball. Um, and like, don't get it twisted. He's he's another reason why Chicago is where they are right now in the standings. It's not all just Zach Levine. That's a part of the reason why I don't even think Zach Levine is getting traded anymore. The way that that they're playing right now, so it it's just kind of kind of crazy. But now nah, Kobe, Kobe White is definitely one of those guys that I like right now um, to start the future with. So it, it ain't bad. I just I've never liked this guy. I don't know. He just seemed like like I said in the beginning, efficiency matters, and I'm like this dude's a gun. Is he gonna drop 23 for me every game? No. Then why are you gunning? If, if, if the best he could be is be a gun, then I'm gonna need 23 points. How, how how many how many shots are people really putting up in Chicago? No, no, no. That's the problem. He would be at his best if he puts up more shots. Oh, okay. The most okay. he would give me is 23, and that's not enough when I have Zach Levine. So this is a bad place for him if he was more of like and i'm gonna mention him again a tyrese halliburton somebody who could initiate the offense with moving the ball well i'm like cool this is a good running mate for zach levine because zach levine is gonna take shots where you're like no 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 oh yeah that went in good i don't need two guys who do that and only one of them does it well yeah and my well freeman we talked about this years ago that's why i said like you know, Chicago should have, you know, then put their bid in to try to get Lonzo Ball yeah, in Chicago. Wow, and you're and you're right yeah. about it. It could still happen. Yeah, and so I mean, like, ooh, like Lonzo and Zach Levine works because Lonzo can still do his without taking away Zach Levine, and that's what, how tandem should work. Yeah. How can how can the two work without you know them running into each other? Each other. And I think Kobe White coming off the bench would be great though. Nah, he'd start too, bro. He's a starter. Kobe White so a starter. He's too, a bro. starter. If we if we bring in Lonzo bro. Ball to Chicago, bro, is stop. Kobe White still starting? Yes, he's starting at the two. He's starting at no. I, I don't yes. agree. No, yes. if Zach yes. Levine's still there and Lonzo Ball comes Zach in. Zach Levine's going to go to the three. It's fine. It's okay. No, it's not. You want Zach Levine guarding 
You want Zach Levine Garden? Oh my no, 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 no. Kobe White. Here, here's the thing. Every time I tune in, I'm unimpressed, and then I'll see it on like Chicago Bulls Reddit that they don't even like him, and I'm like, oh, so it's not just me. I'm like. No, listen. If Lonzo, if Lonzo gets traded to Chicago, Kobe White will go to the bench. He'd be their he'll be their Dennis Schroeder. I think he'd be very good in that position. I think that's what he's meant to be at this point in his career. He's not meant to be in starting lineups right now. He doesn't offer good defense at all, and he's not. He doesn't move the ball well enough. He's a gun next to another gun. We got a Kimbo out here. I'd no. rather I'd rather have him in the lineup over Otto Porter. That I will not disagree with. So, Otto Porter's just out there, just cardio. Otto Porter Jr.'s deal comes off the books, so he's he not going to be there. So, he we just don't out there catching vibes. It's, it's, it's not going to be Kobe White at the three. It's not. No, no, I'm gonna, saying Levine at the three. You're going to have to score 140 points a game to beat people by three. That ain't going to happen. There's only one yeah, team. Yeah, so it's like, you're not going to have There's only one team putting up 140. Brooklyn. And they're no. losing by and they, and they let 151 points get dropped them by the Cavs. Okay, a lot of teams ain't dropping 150 on Brooklyn. But the Cavs a lot, of teams, the a lot of teams gonna drop a 150 on the Bulls with Zach Levine at the three. That's what we're trying to tell you. That's not they, they might. All right, all right. We got three picks left. Let's try to wrap this up. All right, number 28. 28. Yeah, let's let's right. let's fly. Hayes. All right, for you. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. All right. Because I haven't said him yet, John Collins. Wow. Okay. That's pretty low, but okay. My mic. How do I mute my mic? Um, I'ma just keep it pushing because we already talked about John Collins and you guys have both already mentioned this man. Mikel Bridges, that's twenty eight for me. Okay. Your your mic is still mute muted. I had to mute my mic. I'm speaking a lot of profanity over here. How have these guys fallen this far? Because you're putting people on like Tyrese Halliburton. Because Tyrese Halliburton deserves it. Tune in the league pass once a week. I'm good, bro. I want to All right, fine. I'll switch John Collins with RG there. That doesn't make me happy. You don't know, Chris, you don't have to do anything. I'm not getting league pass because the Sixers are good. Like, <laughs> if the Sixers weren't good, I'd have league pass, but they're good. That's the, so that's I'm, the I'm good. part about the little blackout that they have. I'm like, so I'm just going to tune in to NBC for the Sixers then. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Uh, you want to go, Chris? Oh, no. 28, I, I picked John Collins. Uh, Mark pick Mikel Bridges. You, you're up next. I'm going to go with somebody who I feel like his potential is being wasted. I'm going Cam Reddish right here. I feel like once they brought in all those vets in Atlanta, I'm like, Cam Reddish is just going to keep getting pushed away with touches again and again. I thought the same thing happened to him in Duke where I'm like, right, he deserves to be a second option. And I don't know, man. I think he's never going to get a chance to really show what he can do. But I hope that doesn't discourage him. I hope he keeps working on his game and getting better. Uh, That's pretty much uh, pretty much it for him. That's why right. I didn't understand the DeAndre Hunter pick because I like Cam Reddish. Uh, I like defense more. Okay. All right. Number twenty nine, uh, Laurie Marketing. I felt like you know that that stint with Jim Boylan it kind of stunted his growth. Because yeah. So like I feel like Billy Donovan now by being there they're building a culture and identity. That's exactly what Billy Donovan does. So I feel like you know Laurie Marketing is finally getting back on track. Solid eighteen eight guy. 
That's not bad. Um, for 29, Mitchell Robinson. I always love Mitchell Robinson. He's great. He's great energy. Like I said, love energy, guys. Crazy rim protector. Yeah. Dumb young, dumb athletic. Super young. And he's one of the reasons why the Knicks are really in that spot. Like, yeah, you give the credit to Julius Randle. And then, you know, oh, them, them acquiring Derrick Rose being a floor general. And you look at Emmanuel quickly. But, hey, Mitchell Robinson, do not sleep on him at all. Yeah. Mm, who's picking? Is it you. me again? God, that was fast. Uh, yeah, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna take James Wiseman. Um, this is why I wanted to be the Timberwolves' number one pick. Didn't happen because God hates me. Um, he, he, he's there's a lot of talent over there in uh, in Gold State for them. Uh, here's the thing: he's gonna have to play for like their G League team. I think that's his best case to get better right now. Yeah, I don't think they're re- here's the thing. Steve Kerr has already benched him twice. And I'm like, all right, it's clearly not working out. He hasn't figured out what he wants to do with them yet. He hasn't I feel like, figured it out. I feel like the reason why they haven't done that yet or they won't is because Draymond Green still stays getting hurt. Yeah, that's what makes it difficult. And if you're gonna go with somebody, you're gonna go with Draymond. He compliments stuff perfectly. Right wow. now, Wiseman can't even touch that. So I think best chance. Wiseman at the five and just call it a day. They're not doing it. That's like that's what I don't understand. I, yeah, and, I feel, I, and I feel like and I feel like if Clay was healthy, Wiseman would be in a G League right now. Yeah, but I think oh, he's, he's not that bad. No, he's, he's not that bad. But it's not, but for what they need right now, what they need right now, they don't need Wiseman right now. He runs the floor and rebounds. He does. I, you're saying everything I'm saying, but Steve Kerr is the one who makes the decisions. If you're not going to play this guy as much as I think he should be played, let him get crazy minutes in the G League and show you what he can do. Because you not playing him ain't showing you nothing. I don't know what's going on in them practices, but whatever Steve Kerr is seeing, it ain't it. Let this man spread his wings somewhere. Or else you're just wasting his time. And number 30. All right, I'll start it off. I'm going with a guy who is hurt right now. He was making strides, got into a new got into a new change of scenery. Markel Fultz. I knew it. I knew you were going to do, do that. That's not a shock. <laughs> it's actually shocking that he didn't make my list, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, there's really not much to say. Like, when like, free throw percentage is going up, shoulder is finally, like, whatever he had is magically gone. Like, this guy was balling. Like, this guy was averaging 25 and 5 on a consistent basis. A really solid defender on, on for, for Orlando. It sucks he tore his ACL because I feel like he's the reason. I think that injury might put Orlando out of the playoff picture completely. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Uh, Markel Fultz is number 30. Go ahead, Free. You got it. I'll wrap it up. I'm going to close it out with somebody who has no reason falling this far other than me just being petty and really wanting other players instead. I'm going Anthony Edwards here. Look, he he's way better than 30. I just The Timberwolves hurt me so much that I'm pretty sure this pick is going to fail. Some way, somehow, it's going to go wrong. So far, it's been really fun. But that's why I don't trust it, because this never goes well. He's going to hate us someday, and I hope he does it soon so I don't get hurt again. All right, Mark, bring us home. I got a shocking pick. Let me hear it. You guys ready for this one? Yeah. 
Gary Trent Jr. Ooh. I like Gary Trent Jr. a lot. He just made my list. Yeah. The way that this dude balls out for Portland makes CJ McCollum expendable. And he doesn't, McCollum doesn't stay healthy. Gary Trent Jr. hops in like nothing even happened. Like they're not even missing a beat. I, I really feel I'm surprised they haven't traded McCollum yet because of that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm actually shocked that they still haven't moved on from McCollum because he makes a, a pretty decent contract. But yeah, listen, it's definitely Gary Trent Jr. Um, and I I'm like I said, I'm shocked none of you guys thought of him. Yeah, but that, that's I'm one of, that's one of my guys, Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. for sure. They can listen, run that was hard offense out there. Yeah. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, Maybe listen, we were, listen, we were going from 31 to 40. Like, like that list is going to be some, some heat. But, uh, yeah. like, that's a good pick. So, mm-hmm. Also, I feel like the reason why they haven't moved on from him yet is simply because McCollum has those playoff moments. When Damian Lillard is cold, McCollum picks up a slack. Like, that he's playoff – but like that playing game against you know the uh, the Grizzlies where John Morant was guarding, he was like, okay, cool, barbecue chicken. <laughs> and like that game seven uh, a few years ago against the Denver Nuggets, McCollum's the one to pick up the slack for Lillard. Like they're yeah, the reason yeah. why they made it to that Western Conference. Before DJ went down, he was the leading scorer for the Blazers. So yeah, yeah. He like twenty seven points per game or something. Exactly. So yeah, and and yeah. that's over a guy who's in the MVP race. Yeah. Um, I think if you, uh, in my opinion, I feel like if you give Gary Trent Jr. those kind of minutes, he could do something close to that. I think he can. Yeah. yeah. And you could trade absolutely and get whatever it is that you need. Yeah, because he's giving you he's giving you sixteen right now off of like thirty minutes, but you know he can get he can give you more than that. Yeah, he can get you twenty two. Trade CJ, get defense, which they desperately need, and then yeah, I think they'd be fine. And that's the difference. That's the difference in Portland. That's why I never believe in Portland. I, I never had them doing anything crazy this season. I never had them, you know, making a, a miraculous return or recovery from the bubble. Like, they're right where I thought they'd be, right in the middle of the pack. A lot of people are like, oh, they're going to be top three. Nah. <laughs> who are these, people that, who are these people that thought that Portland was going to be top three? I need to know these people. Didn't we talk about always talk- it's, when I say these people, it's probably, it's probably me hating on the media because they just don't get it. When I say these people, I feel like I feel like the Blazers have always been what we thought they were. Yeah, the Washington nothing Wizards more, of the less. West. Washington Wizards of the West. Very nah, different. They, nah, they have a conference finals appearance. All right, that's fair. <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> uh, it was a, a great intense chat. I don't really I think there's like maybe at most maybe five to seven picks that we agreed on. At yeah, most. I told yeah. I told you that's how it was gonna go. I was like, we're gonna agree on like five picks and then it's gonna get weird. Yeah. Five to seven easily. Nobody put Halliburton on there. I just noticed that. No. Nobody put Halliburton. Oh my god, I'm gonna send y'all some but, videos. Y'all need to do some videos. Halliburton be like 32 or 33. No, 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 no. Oh man. Because I didn't say Devontae, I didn't say Devontae Murray. I didn't say Karis LeVert. I didn't say uh there's so Jonathan Isaac. Uh I don't know, how Eric Poschel. Uh there's he so was many, on my list. There's so many guys I didn't say. Buddy Hill. I didn't say him. Oh, we know why we didn't say Buddy Hill. Hey, 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 hey. what about Chris Dunn? 
yo, Chris Dunn, Malik Beasley, Malik Beasley. <laughs> said Malik Beasley. Yo, we really took Chris Dunn over Jamal Murray. I remember sitting like, oh my God, what are we doing? I'm like, why does Tom Thibodeau hate us? He's like, and I'm going to get Jimmy Butler. I'm like, for what, Zach Levine? Come on, man. All right, there's there's a lot of dudes we didn't mention. There's still a lot of dudes that I'm putting Hall- um, um, Halliburton, I'm sorry, over Halliburton. And I like Halliburton. He's You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. Oh, I like him. He's tough. No. I- You're going to regret it. Tyrese Halliburton coming to a league pass near you. Nah, I'm good. The Sixers are good, so I don't need league pass. Mm-mm. All right, all right. I, now I'll be sitting there some days when the Sixers aren't on, and I'm like, listen, we all listen. We yeah. all know. We all know what you're watching when the Sixers aren't on. We all, we all know you're watching the Nets, Mark. I'm a James Harden fan. You know. I it. literally don't watch them. No, I watch. I, I get the Sixers games recorded, the Lakers games, and the Nets games recorded. Those are the only games I got recorded. Uh, I, can't, I can't watch them because I'm because I'm a Harden fan, and ain't nothing y'all can say about that. No, there's nothing. I'm just, I'm questioning your decision to be one. That's all it is. Ain't nothing to question. I, I, hey, hey. Ain't I, question. He, right. he, could, he could easily be in the MVP race if, if he didn't weasel his way out of Houston. Yes. And that's why I would, if I had a vote in this, I would not cast a single vote. And, and, just because and of what he did. But can you knock him? Houston just lost. I can't team. reward his behavior. I can't For, reward his behavior. So he's supposed to. He's supposed to suck it up. Houston's lost 12 games in a row. He's supposed to suck it I, up. You built the team. You, we did all this for you. You wanted your best friend. You wanted sidekicks. You wanted a pick and roll partner who hey. doesn't like to do pick and roll. Hey, I, hey that's wow. all you want. You wanted a new coach. We got you, Mike D'Antoni. We did it all for you. Wow. And you were like, it's not enough. I'm leaving to go where? To Mike D'Antoni. Get the f- Get out of here. Look, right now, they're a half game behind our Sixers, so as long as we stay hot, MVP MVP is going to be leading the MVP race. Man, that's the only part of the season I'm happy about. But if we slip up, there there will be rumblings for Harden, and you can't knock it. It's completely changed his game. I will knock it every time. I don't care if they retire that jersey. I'm just sitting there like, no. And here's another killer. I love to mention this. His jersey is getting retired before Kevin Garnett's jersey is getting retired in Minnesota. Bro, Every time a jersey gets retired and it's not Kevin Garnett, I have to mention it. I'm like, yo, this is why we'll never win. I think Houston's <laughs> retiring his jersey soon, though. Who? Like, I think Houston's retiring it yeah, soon. Yeah, no, they're doing it soon. Yeah, yeah. like... This is why he's still playing. Think about that. AG has been retired for like four years, four or five years. Bro. Made out to the Hall of Fame before his jersey got retired. Oh my right. God. That's a walking legend. What more do we need to talk about? What he did to Houston. No, I'm not rewarding it. MVP next year. Here's the thing. I want him to be MVP three years in a row. I clearly like his game. What he did. With some sucking shit. I can't. Houston's over it. They're putting number thirteen up. No, yeah, they're over it. I ain't getting over nothing. Once they once they realize, yo, we lost twelve games in a row. All we had to do was take care of this guy. Yeah, put it up there. We, we they did. Take the they did. They did everything for him. Go ahead, Chris. Enough. All right. Anyway, listen. Houston's gonna enjoy that number one overall pick. Also, by the way, I <laughs> mentioned. Shout out to my man Cole Anthony. Anyway, that that he will conclude. Just missed the top thirty for me. 
Yeah. Anyway, that was our that was our 2016-2020 NBA Draft Lottery. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Listen, e- listen, we'll, listen. either it's zero views or a thousand views. We appreciate it. Every- we'll continue to do this because this is what we love to do. Anyway, this is Chris Thomas. My time's like that. Freezing Shuttlesworth. All right. You're listening to the Running Back Sports Show, NBA Draft Lottery 2016-2020 edition. We'll see you next time. Go Wolves.